I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Spring is my favorite time to start a new workout routine. With the weather warming up, it feels easier to get into the rhythm of things. Whether you have 20 minutes or an hour for a Pilates class or outdoor guided walk, Peloton has everything you need to help you get going. Get a head start on summer with Peloton at OnePeloton.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. You are now listening to the Save Cast, the number one old-school RuneScape podcast featuring guests from all across Gellinor. To support this podcast, visit the Patreon link in the description. All right, welcome to the Sebe cast number 52 with Dino XX. What up, Dino? How you doing? Hello, I'm doing good. I'm doing good. I'm glad to be here. Yeah, it's uh, it's exciting getting you on. We were just talking for a little bit right beforehand, but uh, a lot to cover today that you're the third PKer slash PVPer. I don't, you know what? I want to ask you like just straight up, like what what is the difference for you that's like pvp and pking or is there a difference like just definition wise i honestly i think everyone has a different definition um i've always seen pvp as like pvp world i know it's actually not but i've always just say pk because i whenever i think of pvp i think of like you know magic shortbow gmall sort of pk yeah um but i think honestly if you ask any pk that question they'll all say different it's it's one of them things that's just preference you know what people use yeah um so what do, what do you prefer to be called a pk or a pvp or i guess yeah, PK always I, sounds better i don't know why At least yeah i always go pk um pk and i never really say but technically it's pvp because it's player versus play you know yeah. um but yeah <laughs> okay well okay let's let's kind of get into it for those that don't know and uh I mean, if you if anybody is like following the Twitch category, you've definitely heard of Dino by now. But if you'd like to just briefly kind of go into who you are and what got you into streaming and stuff, like that'd be cool, just for people to learn about you a little bit. Yeah, for sure. I, de- I definitely wouldn't say people have heard of me before, but you know, <laughs> I don't know, man. Um, like this past year has been just great for you. Like I've seen your numbers, your consistency is just fantastic. So, like you're killing yeah. it. And it's, it's cool. This to see. year on Twitch has been, especially the last, since Dead Memo, the last few months has been yeah. insane. Um, but yeah, I basically started streaming about two and a half years ago. But for the first year, it was pretty much sort of pulling 20, 20 viewers, just sort of doing some multi PK and with some mates. Um, I only started getting into it because one of my friends wanted to start to stream and he was too scared to do it on his own. So I only, I, I never intended on streaming. I only literally started streaming because he wanted me to um and yeah sort of the first year 
went from 20 viewers and then we started getting into more sort of actual PK streaming um, and things just sort of went from there, started building up a little community and it's been going pretty good. It's been going pretty good. Yeah, it's, uh, I don't know, it's just, it's cool to see just how streaming can just pop off. Just, you're just doing your thing, like nothing, like I don't know if you felt like anything's really changed, like something that you've done or you're just doing your thing and people come. Yeah, well, literally, I I haven't changed anything. I feel like that's bad. Um, <laughs> people, when people see, and again, this isn't like a brag, but they see numbers, as, they're quite like, we're pulling some decent viewers of late, and I feel like they think I know a lot more than I do. Um, <laughs> yeah. I'm still, literally, I just push go live. I don't know what I'm doing. <laughs> it's, uh, it's just kind of worked out. And then people ask me questions of streaming, um, and some like other streamers as well. Um, and I'm just there shaking and replying, like, how is this man talking to me? It's, uh, yeah, it's definitely stumbled into it, but. Yeah, it's it's cool to see, and uh, I'm happy for, like, all your success. It's just cool. And you also have a YouTube, up-and-coming YouTube, looks like. Yeah, I think it's just a compilation kind of YouTube where you put your stream clips, right? Yeah, I was going to say, it's, a, again, a bit of a stretch, but, um, yeah, it's basically <laughs> we just throw all uh, because, again, I don't, I think people underestimate the time uh, if you're streaming like every day to like be able to do like a full YouTube as well. I personally, I struggle with that. Um, So I literally just do a weekly video of Twitch highlights because I, especially after lockdown now, lots of people are working and they miss streams. Um, So they actually requested me to do that so that they can catch up, you know? Yeah. Um, Which is working quite well. It's working quite well. Gets lots of complaints though. People in the comments are like, I've already seen this on the stream. And I'm like, (laughs) yeah, it's a highlight video. (laughs) Yeah. No, I think the highlight is actually just, like, such a cool idea because it's just, like, you're not even reinventing any new content. You're just getting all the good shit and just putting it in one video. Yeah. See, I don't really do... Yeah. Like, sorry. It's just popping it in one place. No, no, no. Sorry, yeah. I was just saying it's just popping it in one place for people who do miss stuff, who who can't watch every day, which is fully acceptable. Um, Yeah. Yeah. Do you have any other uh, plans for your YouTube, by the way? Um, I know, like, just... And I totally agree with you. Doing streaming and YouTube, like trying to pull both of those is pretty tough. If you're especially if you're gonna stream every day, like that's it gets overwhelming. Yeah, yeah it's uh it takes a lot of time. Like I said, by no means am I gonna try and pretend it's like the hardest job in the world. It's not, but it's just time consuming, yeah. you know. Um in the future, yeah, I'd like to get more on YouTube because I do think YouTube is probably quote, bigger than Twitch yeah. in a respect. Um but I just personally prefer streaming to like getting clean clips and then making videos. Uh, I'm, I've never really been into that side of things too much, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, one day, one day we'll we'll see. Cool, cool. Okay, um, I want to kind of step back once again and ask about your RuneScape history. So, when did you start old school, and also like when did you start playing as a kid? If you did. Um, I- yeah, I started playing in 2000 and I want to say five, but I can never actually remember. It was 2005 or 2006. Um, back then I was, what, seven, eight, so pretty young. <laughs> um, my brother started playing it. I think it's the same as West Ham, so I watched his podcast back and he said the same thing. His brother got him into it. Yeah. Um, at a very basic level, like, I was bad. <laughs> but, like, you just, you guys, back then it's just a game, you know, you play it for fun. Um literally become addicted but back then we was allowed sort of an hour a day on it 
you know as yep. kids you have to have you know your limits yep. um and we'd be pushing each other off the computer so the other one could get on and have their hour slot at like 7 a.m and uh then be bored for the rest of the day <laughs> <laughs> and think about what you're gonna do for the next day basically yeah no, no but we was basically planning our next hour it was like okay tomorrow's hour i'm gonna do this yeah and that but, was like um, normal that like because i literally had an hour like we had a my dad set up a program that shut off the pc after an hour it was brutal man, that's a, that's a, that's good that's uh, that's better than we, we we used to just have like fights my dad would be like yeah get off and like, i don't want it um but no it's uh, i think most people i say done the same thing back then because it was very normal yeah um but yeah started playing in 2006 so i've been playing or 2005 so i've been playing for a long old time Okay, and uh, did you play through EOC and stuff? Yeah, I so yeah, I played. When did EOC come out? Twenty. I don't. I don't 12? even. I just think. I always think twenty twelve EOC. That's just, yeah. I was. I can't even remember that. the exact date. Well, we'll go with twenty twelve. People are probably going to be flaming me. Like, how does he not know this? <laughs> <laughs> but no, I I did play it for a bit, and I actually didn't mind it at the beginning. Um, but it's then when you realize it's fully replaced the game that you used to love. It's like okay, this sucks yeah uh, but for a bit you know I, I learned it and i was like okay this isn't that bad um but it got very boring very quick and i was like i miss because it was just it was a different game you know it was a completely different a pvp side of things and i'm assuming pvm side of things um it was a completely different game yeah have you have you just always been into pvp ever since a kid um yes and no for the first sort of two years i'd say i'd done anything um like i'd be the, i'd be the guy shaking doing quests you know like not knowing what i'm doing running yeah. on the trout I, but again i think that's just down to age um but from i'd say 2008 i've just focused on pk uh mainly free to play back then but the good old yeah. days free yeah. to play pk maple, maple short bow yeah <laughs> i remember fire strike just terrified me i'm pretty oh. sure i had nightmares of just getting fire strike by multiple people that I would say I'd done that for a solid year. Uh, you know, Varrock Multi Ditch. Uh, yeah, you yeah. Ever... Oh, yeah, yeah. Of course. Like you go up that trail. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, and you just you'd be there, and you just you'd PK an account and get it to about Earth Strike, and then you PK for, <laughs> till it had Firebolt, and then you'd make a new one, and you just do that, <laughs> yeah, that for, was for like it. a year. Right. It was like you made teams. You like BS your teams. It was fantastic. It was. Uh... It was really good time. It was like I mean. It was high risk because back then you're like poor as fuck, but it was just fun because it just felt like you could just always kind of go out there, you know. Uh, you could just go and have fun, but yeah. again, I think that I think that comes down to age. Like no one played for efficiency back then. Did yeah, they? yeah. Um, you would just sit there fire striking people for months on end, making teams, BSing each other for like five k, but no one cared because it was fun. Whereas yeah. that wouldn't happen now because it's like oh, I could be killing Valky or yeah, that's. The sad reality. But, okay, let me ask you this. Like, is it a sad reality? Because sometimes I think, like, we're growing up and, like, things will never be the same again. We just have to, like, accept it. So, like, there's no yeah, way it's... to artificially push to have fun again. As much as people on Reddit love to do that, like, stop being efficient. It's like, it's, it's like, I don't know. <laughs> just like, growing up. We're just know, built yeah. different now, yeah. Yeah, no, it's it's definitely it's definitely not a bad thing, especially for IRL stuff. But I do definitely miss the aspect of um, just sort of having fun. I, if it was still a thing now, I would still do that for months personally. But it's just I know it would it wouldn't be the same. There wouldn't be anywhere near as many people. Um, 
people would be toxic and it's just not the same you know yeah that's yeah that's a good point but back then you could get bs by your team and you just laugh and gear up now they'd make a reddit post and you'd be cancelled um. <laughs> yeah for real <laughs> times change dude it's just weird it's um, a sad time but yeah you know yeah. for the better probably but yeah for sure that's what i think Okay, so your journey with old school, did you start on release of old school or what? Yes. Yes. Okay. I Day one? Remember. Yep, day one. Um, yeah. I voted on the you know, like the poll when it came out and I was all excited. And uh, obviously it, was, it wasn't cool at school, so I was excited to myself. I didn't exactly go around bragging, you know. <laughs> yeah. Um, but then I, f- I found out, I spoke to some mates the other week, that they was all done the exact same as me. Like they was all voting and played it day one, but no one, no one said it. You know, you, di- you didn't want to... You don't want to admit to that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> God damn it, um, dude. Saying the word yeah. RuneScape, like, oh, I just... Literally. Yeah. It just, it cancelled you at school. Everyone was like, what a loser. <laughs> but no, it, it turns out, again, in my group of mates that I have now, I would say 80% of them were the exact same as me. Maybe didn't play as much, but it was all playing it. Yeah. But whenever anyone mentioned it, they would all lay into them, like, oh, what a loser. But yeah. <laughs> yeah. Just shows you never know. You never know. Okay. Um, yeah, but yeah, yeah, how how did that go? The old school journey. Well, I, it sounds like I said I made it up. I can remember the first thing I'd done was I went and fished some shrimp at Alcarid, um, <laughs> and then went straight to the wildy. And there was a group of I'd say about four of us, just like boxing each other, just literally just like fighting because it's just, we just wanted to see what it was like again, you know? Yeah. Um... And uh, the I'd say the first two. I want to say two weeks, but my time scale could be off there, was the most exciting PK and I think I've ever done. And I'm not even joking. Like, I remember running around in like full eye in a nine skimmy and I saw someone in a strength at me and I PK'd it from them and I was over the moon. Like, that was game changing, you know? Damn. Um, it was so fun. It was just so fun because everything was an upgrade because it's so new. Um, whereas yeah, now you pick out max set and you just throw it in your bank for some GP. It's, it doesn't even matter. Yeah. But yeah, you never. It was like the dead man mode feeling, you know, where yeah. just everything was an upgrade. Yeah, that that's actually kind of a good comparison. It's almost it's almost like the Iron Man version of PKing, where it's like this, those little upgrades are just massive, but like you don't see them as massive when you just play the game for so long. I don't know. Yeah, well, there was just none in the game because it was so new. So, for example, a strength amulet. I, I remember someone saying, like, selling strength amulet 7k, and 7k was probably the equivalent to max cash deck now. <laughs> it was it was ridiculous. Um, so when I PK'd that, I was over the moon. That's um, so and you sick. See, and again, it's just... As the game has gone on, uh, obviously people get better. People learn it down to, a, down to a T. You know, they make their mistakes. Back then, everyone was just running in, had no idea what they were doing um myself included and it was just great yeah just the good old days the innocent days so what got you into uh more well here let me just ask you like what what do you what kind of pk or do you see yourself as and when did that transition kind of uh happen Um, i guess i would say i'm like a deep booty tribrid sort of pk okay uh done like the teams sort of stuff um, like fall-ins, which I know a lot of people complain about. Um, but yeah, I would say I've fit in that since 2014, so sort of after the first year of old school. 
Um, I did dabble in it a bit pre-EOC, but I'm talking I was a noob. Like, I had a polypore yeah. staff. I was running around Deep Wildy, killing green dragon bots. Like, I wouldn't I wouldn't class myself as feared, <laughs> put yeah. it that way. Um, but no, yeah, I would say I sort of fell in Deep Wildy PK from 2014 onwards, um, like, properly. Okay. What What's the best kind of, in your opinion, what's the most respectable type of PKer? Do you think it's Deep Wildy? It's just so like different. I, I don't even it's... know how to say it. like respectable might not be the right word, but like just like what's the best? I don't know. In your opinion, what's the coolest kind of PKer? In, in my opinion, it's always been Tribrid because from uh, from when I've seen it, it was always been the hardest thing to do. Um, some people might disagree with that now and say like hybrid or high risk, you know, tick eating all that. Not tick eating, but like triple eating and all that stuff. Um, I've always seen Tribrid as top tier, and I think that just goes back to like two thousand and seven when no one really done it or very few people done it and the people who done it you were seen as gods you know yeah um when in reality they were just camping a whip and chucking the odd ice blitz on someone but they were seen as like on another level yeah. <laughs> it's uh, i've always like looked up five ticks switches like this... <laughs> yeah literally literally like one item at a time and people are like, oh my god he's got five he's got five different gear switches what is this <laughs> maining the god sword and everything like those old videos just god sword fighting yeah. <laughs> just take swings at each other so throw some throw some metal music on there and you're sorted <laughs> you've got a good time oh god you know what like those actually fucking slap it's like those uh it's like those old skateboarding videos like whenever you see like an old nostalgic pking video from like 2008 or some shit just reminds me of like those 90s skate videos like or like early 2000s i guess Literally, they don't age. You watch them, yeah. and you're like, yeah, this is sick. Whereas you can watch someone now do the cleanest 12 ways, one tick switch, and it, it doesn't compare. You yeah. know, they're, they're not as good. It, it, it doesn't hit the same. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, I've always seen kind of like that... De- okay, well, here, let me ask this, because, uh, again, I'm not a PKer. I've spent a fair share out in the wilderness. Mm-hmm. Um, so just to kind of preface like i i have completed revs i spent like three months there straight non-stop i'm talking like at least 12 hours a day for three months like i feel sorry for you just, yeah, <laughs> if, that, if that, you were pvm in i'm, I'm sorry it's, i mean it was it's... uh it was like a different time compared to now because it was multi so mm-hmm. it was like i don't know like the first month was brutal i'm not gonna lie but then like teams started forming and that protection clan started forming and it was, like, oh. the early, early days of it where it wasn't really a real thing yet. And, like, the payment, like, you paid the PKers 15 mil for life to be protected. Then it became, like, 300 mil for two weeks or some shit. But that, that's besides... That the... was the start of my uh, streams. I done multi-revs for the first year. Oh, um, really? All them protection teams. Like, obviously, we didn't, like, we didn't get on with the protection teams. Um they weren't as nice as they seemed to the PVMers, <laughs> let's just say. Like, I'd, we'd log into their worlds and, like, I don't want to go calling out any names, like, it's, you know. Um, but we'd log into the wrong world and I'd just have, like, 10 Discord DMs, like, how dare you attack us? We're going to end your stream. And they are, oh, so just stupid. don't. And then it's, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I wasn't a fan of the protection clans, but I do fully know what you mean. Um, yeah. I, and, like, Re- uh... Revs is what started us. Yeah, and so when you ask, like, if on the PVM side, I mean, I would flip-flop all the time. In fact, some you're just spending so much time out there because I went, like, almost 40,000 drive for my first weapon. So it's just, like, yeah. that was just my life at that point, was just go to revs, do nothing else. It it didn't even feel like the same game. In fact, I 
kind of want to ask you, like, do you see RuneScape and PKing as, like, two separate kind of games? Like, that's how it felt for me. It felt like Revs was, like, a different server. It was just, like, so foreign to what I had ever played before, which is just Iron Man and skilling and PVM and stuff. And then Revs was like, what the fuck am I playing? This is, like, the mob. (laughs) Like, I'm dealing with, like, an online mob right now. Multi-Revs was definitely... Definitely something else. Um, I say so. Some good memories, some bad memories, but yeah, it was definitely different. Uh, even from coming from like a PK side of things, it was still different to anything I've seen. I've never seen like it be that political with teams. Yeah, um, locking stuff down. Actually, because again, we all know the teams real world traded. You know, actually making like it their job yep. um, to protect people, and that's why they took it so serious. So when I log in with like eighty ballistas on stream. They would they'd be protecting their livelihood, so they'd be coming at me. You know, they'd be like, "If you dare do this, I'm coming for you." It's, yeah, it was it was serious. You know, it was, yeah. um, which I think killed it in a way. I, th- I do think that killed it. But yeah, I kind of want to. I know I'm I'm on like three different things right now, trying to trying to uh, explain myself. But I'm just gonna keep rambling about other things. Uh, what did do you think that multi revs? How it was was inherently bad or do you think they could have just kept it the way it was i they couldn't have kept it the way it was um however i do i i only stream singles plus rev caves now at the moment so it seems hypocritical but i'm sure we'll get into that later because it's the only active spot but as i'm sure we'll get into that later um in terms of multi-revs i personally believe it was better in the game than the singles plus revs right now um I think all they had to do was add the entrance fee, which they done with the singles plus update. And they're like, oh, look, it's fixed. But I I honestly think if they just done that, the the reason the protection teams were such an issue were they were ragging teams out, like actual teams with one item Crystal Halley. And they, because it was their job, they would, I remember there was a fight that lasted for like 72 hours. Um, They would just keep coming back with a Crystal Halley. And there would be sort of two teams of like 50, just one item in each other, Yikes. you know? Yeah. Um, and that wouldn't happen and it's, with a fee, right? Yeah, well, with a fee, it might still happen, but it would encourage people to hit the worlds because you would take 100k for them each time. And that's say true. it's multi, you get them in a 10-man barrage camp, that's a mil, you know? Um, and because you're there risking 100k, they probably then wouldn't want a one item because they'd want to try and protect their 100k. So they then gear up. And I think it would have fixed itself, personally. Um, the the only reason Revs was an issue was because of the ragging culture, which the 100k would have fixed, in my opinion. Yeah, that's a um, little dumb now thinking about it, how they, they like, push too many things on at once. It's like, all you had to do was make one change. Yeah. And you were yeah, good. Because, the, again, the reason... I, I always say protection, because I do think the protection CCs were the the main issue because they were the ones farming all the gold and being toxic and everything, you know? Yeah. Um, if they would have forced them to risk hundred K every little team and even groups of friends would have hit them because it was still money. The reason teams didn't hit them and they got away with real world trading so much money was because no one wanted to get ragged. Yeah. Um, yeah, so that's I, a personally, good I do think that would have been a fix, but is the, know, it's too late now. <laughs> is the 100 K fee, uh, good enough? I, I think so. I honestly think so. Because, again, I, I don't know how familiar you are with multi-PKing, 
but it would literally be people weren't bringing any food. They were just tellying up with a crystal halley, trying to poke 30 damage on someone, dying, coming back with their crystal halley because they didn't lose anything. Yeah. Now, I, if I, they lost, I totally know. If they lost 100k a time, they would either, A, lose a lot of money, and the, it would encourage the PKers to PK there because they'd be making money, or B, they would gear up so they didn't lose money so easily, and then it would be a normal fight. That's true. Um, it's just the whole ragging thing ruined it completely. Yeah, that's I, I have a clip of me point. on stream. Um, I think I had like 50 Crystal Hallies, all spamming loads of racist stuff, like get off our worlds. God. And I was just like, okay, I'm not coming back here then. Whereas that wouldn't have happened, you know? Yeah, that's obnoxious. I I um, do kind of empathize with that. I, I think they should make one change at a time and that would have probably yeah. fixed it. Yeah, yeah, so I went on a bit of a rev run then, not going to lie. But uh, it's just because that's all... For the first year, I say I've streamed, that was all I'd done. So I was very involved, and I do feel like it could have been saved. Um, and it was just kind of suicided. It was like, okay, we don't like how this revs is. Let's just change everything and forget it. Um, yeah. Yeah, that's yeah. a little unlucky. I see, like, I got my weapons all within the span of, like, four days at the end of the three months. And then I just dipped because I was like... I can't be here any longer. It's, and you know how it is, but when you're dealing with the clan itself, just that extreme mob mentality, you have, you have degenerates. And I mean the most degenerate of degenerates out there that will waste 18 hours of their day for weeks on end, just ragging you. Oh, a hundred percent. It's like, bro, what the fuck? Like, what is your life? Like, I just want to like see like your your life like you literally log in and I, I swear to god because i was also a degenerate just trying to kill my my monster so i know they were logged in for 18 hours a day and then they would do the same thing just repeat you know for weeks i was like yeah Dude, this is this is like a different fucking category of just toxicity <laughs> like well, there was went, no stopping them you couldn't convince it, it, them it got really deep again with the teams because with the protectors there was like anti-protectors who used to be protectors and then didn't like what the new ones yeah. were doing. So they were making their they were purposely ragging the raggers and, and, and then the PV, the end of the, the PVMers ones that suffered because they were the ones getting farmed. Um <laughs> and yeah it was all just got so political. <laughs> it was ridiculous. Yeah. I will say just for the benefit of multi revs, there was some really, really exciting things about just being in the revs. It was just, it was like a it was like a lifestyle almost. It was there was something kind of cool about it. It was community driven, you know. There was a shit ton of toxicity and stuff, but like for the most part, it was still cool because you're out there with your boys, you know, and like you have your own little team. Other people would come. I remember, like, I think I've talked about it with West Ham and stuff. If you remember that, but you know, we, we would camp Spark Max stream just waiting for his tribe to come and stuff. Like, it's just it was so fun, you know. No, it's, it was one of very few places where you could PK with some mates in multi and be guaranteed action and also probably make a bit of money. Um, yeah. But I feel like whenever, any, whenever anyone remembers multi revs, they just remember the negative side of things. And I do feel bad for that because there were so many positives, but no one talks about them. Um, yeah. So yeah, it's just one of them sad things. I kind of wonder now, looking from my perspective, if let's just say they just added the fee... So just like 100k, still mul still the same thing. I wonder how bad that would be for like just the PVMers going out there. 
that are I, alone. You know, they pay 100K, die instantly. Pay 100K, die. It's like, Jesus Christ. Like, I, I kind of wonder what I, the dynamic would have. I don't think it would have been that bad because you're already risking the bracelet, right? That's um, true. And most, not most people, I'd say some, I don't know, percentages would be in like a cruise or a mace to speed it up. That's actually I true. Think having the, I think having the fee would have just limited the massive clans who weren't attacking each other and was just making everyone life's hell by ragged, um, personally. I don't think it would have had a negative impact on the PVMers. Yeah, you'd all be risking a little bit more. That's actually a good point. Not a noticeable amount. I, for, I, I forget about Ether. You're already risking a bunch of stuff. And generally, yeah. when you go out there, like back in multi, like you, some people would bring a bulwark. I remember, like before scold revs were really known, just camp a bulwark and a blowpipe, and then have a shit ton of brews. So yeah, yeah, and a lot of time PVMers would be a lot tankier than the PKers because they'd have more food. Uh, they wouldn't be scold a lot of the times, so like you say yeah. bulwark or like a staff crystal shield, and uh, they'd be able to, they'd be able to get out a lot of the time. Obviously, not when there's eighty ballistas logging in. But it's uh, it's just different, different scales. If if you're PKM with a couple mates and it's having a fun time, a few PVMers will probably escape, which is how it should be, you know. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that whole the whole dynamic just sort of got ruined towards the end because of because of the player base. Really, the players ruined it. Um, yeah. It's what it is, you know. <laughs> and like, there's a lot of uh, kind of like generalization, like some. I feel like the thing that was really pushed, at least for Iron Man, was revs is busted. People are making ten mil an hour because you would see the very, very few people that would do revs with protection off hours, killing like the orc and the uh, dark beast or whatever. Yeah, making well, that's... just filthy, filthy amount of money. But that's not really a consistent thing, and so people would kind of like showcase that, like this is how this is how busted this thing is, and. I don't know. I but mean, the loot the was busted. Same... But... Sorry. We just... No, I, just, I was going to say, just like, the loot was kind of busted, but like, that was just over, I don't know. I, is it, so I know we keep going off on tangents, and it's my fault, I think. We, I keep getting you further away I from, love the uh... tangents, dude. Go for <laughs> okay. it. Okay. Um, it's the same with singles plus revs now. Like, you, I remember when it come out, people are like, oh, this is broken. You can make so much money, like, six mil an hour. But when you actually take into account that, one, you have to be, you're risking, getting attacked because um, people are like oh you can come here whenever you know uh, you can go whereas Valky you need to go to quests it should be a lot better but people forget that one you're risking if you die two you're probably going to be getting attacked quite a lot which is slowing your GP per hour down because you're tanking and if you escape you then go to the bank you then re-gear you come back it people just don't think about that sort of stuff with the worldie. they see they like, see seven your loot tracker yeah they, yeah they just look at the loot tracker yeah, they don't actually take into account that there's a lot of variables, especially with Wilderness. Um, whereas with Vorky, it's pretty much guaranteed GP per hour. Yeah. It's, um, and like risk-free and AFK, pretty much. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Yeah, I did uh, I did a few hours of revs, and I made a little video of it when, it when that new update came out. I loved it, but that was back when... The update hit, and nobody was really out there yet. At least that's kind of what I saw. Was I just yeah. had the dragon to myself for like hours on end? Like it would just be like a full hour, no seeing anybody, just camping one world. And yeah, then... well, I'm pretty sure I could be wrong, and if I am wrong, this is going to be really awkward. I'm putting myself out here, but I think he was in my stream at the time, and we were talking um, as you were farming them. Yeah, and I was sort of PKing there, 
Um, and I was saying the same. Like it was, it was still dead. It was dead yeah, that morning. It, no one realized. No one realized what how much money you could actually make. And then as soon as the next day came by, it was packed. <laughs> it was. <laughs> that's so funny because like that's totally true you just you got all these people like kind of waiting around like watching youtube videos and stuff like seeing how how good it is and then like the next day is like the flood yeah that's uh, this is kind of scummy so please don't cancel me on reddit people um but when you see like a torvesta video drop and there was one recently where he was pking at the north orc in revs in like a lot of risk yeah um and he was like i never die if I go and PK there the next day, there are so many people doing the same thing. And I get so much loot because it's like people trying it, you know? Um, That's fucking people funny. forget how much influence like YouTube videos and that have on the community because it is a lot. Yeah. It's... You know what's crazy is... I don't know. I think there's like a general kind of consensus that people think like PvP is dying. Um, and, you know, I, I don't know. That's too general of a of of a saying to say PKing is dying. But, bro, my best ever video was that PKing video of me out in the rev cave. Not even PKing, just being out in the wilderness. So, it totally shows you that there is a lot of appetite for PKing and PvP it, and wilderness it, stuff. I, I would say it's the exact same with Dead Man. Everyone says Dead Man's dead, and the players might not be in, in like the player count might not be insane. I don't know, but. There is so much interest because I personally believe it is a higher skill level than most PVM, um, at least the top tier of it. Oh, no, um, I agree. There's so much more competition for, too. Just Yeah. For example, Deadman. I think Twitch Old School had over 100,000 viewers on the Deadman Reborn final, which we won't go into, or not yet anyway. But um, it just shows that there's such an interest in PKing because I think it's because not everyone can do it. Um. So I, I've always found content, be it streams or YouTube, of PKing seem to do very, very well. Um, because there is that interest. Yeah. It's just people don't want to do it themselves. Yeah, maybe that is it. Because, I mean, look at Torvesta. He puts out a video. It's just him fucking killing some people for 10 minutes with some commentary. Just... Literally. the He's, he's cracked it. He's, is he 500,000 YouTube subscribers now? Or approaching He's there? very he close, is. I think, to half a million. Um, it'll literally be him, you know, messing around in a PvP world. I'm, I'm not trying to sweat him at all. Like he, he's obviously can PK, but yeah. like, oh no, I, I've put my phone in here. It's, it's like nothing insane, you know? No, it's just, um, you just go and make it like a little video. Like, dude, yeah. you could have done this in a couple oh, of hours. Oh my God, he's, like, he's amazing. PvP is sick. And it's like, yeah, this is good. You know, it's definitely a good thing. Um, no, yeah, I guess... it, just, it just shows the interest there. Yeah, I, I think it just goes to show like, there is still a ton of interest in it. Um, yeah, definitely. Yeah, who? It's I mean, just... okay. Here, let, let me give a counterpoint just real quick. I wonder if part of it is because there are so limited channels out there that do kind of do PKing nowadays. But you have like a absolute flood, like a plethora of new Iron Man Snowflake accounts, and so those are just overly saturated. But I don't actually but, know. Sorry. Very possibly. Um, I would definitely, you know, you said earlier about PvP or PK and being dead. Um, I would definitely say it is dead compared to what it used to be. There is a fraction of people doing it, and then there's even a smaller fraction of people making content. Um, so it's, yeah, I guess if, if you, it's like anything. If there's less channels, they will probably get more views because there's more clicks on it, you know? Yep. Um, but yeah, it's... 
It's, there's definitely nowhere near as there's definitely more Iron Man videos than there are PKM videos. Yeah, it's pretty overly saturated. In fact, I was just looking up. Uh, it must have been a week ago or something. I was just looking up on YouTube, just random. I just looked up Snowflake Iron Man, dude. You scroll through, just look up Snowflake <laughs> Iron Man on YouTube. It's like there was a billion different concepts that people have tried to make series of because of like Swampletics and stuff and Kromja only, Caveman yeah. only. Like people, there every single idea you've ever thought of for like a Snowflake Iron Man has already been created on YouTube with several episodes. I swear to God, it's so weird. <laughs> You think of it, you search it, it's there. It's already been done. It literally, year, you know? I'm not even kidding, dude. <laughs> I was like, I wonder if anybody's made like a Falador-only Iron Man. Well, I didn't actually think that, but I saw it. I was like, what the f-? Like, there actually is like a Falador-only. Some dude just walking around Falador. Like, what the hell? Anyway. <laughs> I don't even, I don't even want to get in. Like, how, I don't know. My mind doesn't even comprehend. <laughs> like, I could not... <laughs> play the game and just stay in Falador. Well, what do you do? Like, go Dude, and it's, it, buy it, something from the armor shop? And then, <laughs> I, don't, I don't know. It, it has to, like, you can't actually enjoy that. Like, that is incredibly limited. Like, there's no way they're actually enjoying it. They're enjoying, like, the YouTube series aspect of it. I guess, yeah. That has yeah, that to makes be sense. It. That makes sense. Um, but yeah, I just couldn't bring myself to... To waking up every day. It was bad enough PKM when PKM was like dead a few months back, like waking up hopping worlds. But yeah. that sounds better than running around Falador. Um Yeah. Yeah, it's, <laughs> it's weird. Okay, people always... Okay, not people always. Let me stop generalizing. But I've heard some suggestions where people want revs to be roaming. And apparently they used to roam. Again, I didn't really play from 2008 to 2014. I didn't play at all. So don't really know the concept of it. Does that work, or is that just a stupid idea and you need to have it as a hotspot? I, again, I was a bit of a noob back in the day, so I, I'm i not too sure of the bonuses of having roving revs. From my understanding, it was awful. But um, that was just me sort of killing the odd rev, getting like nothing from it, and it just randomly attacking you. You know, there may have been like a whole scene that I didn't realize back then. I'm not sure. Mm. Um as far as I'm aware, the roving revs was not a good update. Um, it just spread everything out. You get randomly get attacked out of nowhere. Uh, and I remember, I think I was killing, I think I was at like East Dragons, and I think it was like a rev orc or something. Again, we're talking about, what, 10 years ago now plus? Um, and I was a big noob, and I killed it, and I was so happy, and it dropped nothing. And I was like, oh, okay. This is, this is depressing. This is fun. <laughs> it's... I, they I were brutal back then, weren't they? Weren't they, like, super powerful? Well, I got destroyed by it. I remember that. But I probably didn't have a bracelet or whatever it was back then. Um, but, yeah, I just... I didn't... I don't like the idea of spreading it out loads because I feel like... I feel like with how busy and active PvP is at the moment, you need hotspots. I feel like spreading it everywhere is just going to make it too impossible to find anything. Um but yeah, I, I could be wrong there because I, I don't know too much about it. There might be some little gremlins around being like, he doesn't know what he's talking about. I, I will agree. I will agree. I don't know what I'm talking about there. No, I think but I yeah. agree with you. I think most people agree. I just have to ask because I have no idea how it was for roaming revs. The other thing is people <clears throat> I've heard have suggested to limit worlds uh, where you can be in the wilderness. So only having like 10 or 20 worlds that have wilderness access. Is that good? Or like, what are your thoughts on that? 
I'm not opposed to limiting worlds. I think having 10 or 20 would be too little, personally. Yeah. It, oh, yeah, it, that, it, that probably it, is a bit too little, maybe. It's going to massively come down to what they do with the Wildy um, in terms of making it singles plus. Because if, say, there's, say you limit it to five worlds or 10 worlds and there's a team at a location, that's their location. There's no way of getting away from that, you know? That's true. Um,. But if they make it singles plus, I, I don't know. I, I'm, I'm all for them limiting worlds, but maybe going back to like, you know, when Old School started, I think there was 70, 75 worlds, roughly, something like that. Wow. Um, I feel like that would be good. It, let, let, there's like more chance of finding people, but it's still not, you're just finding the same people over and over. It's not forced, but it's more common, if that makes okay. sense. So about like 75 is what you're kind of suggesting. I personally say that would be decent because I feel like at the moment there are too many worlds. Um, before the rev update, I would spend, I think the most I ever done was five hours hopping at Ulta. And I found one guy with a rune crossbow and I was so happy. What the um, fuck? There, there's just no, you got to think there's, again, I don't know numbers, but say there's a hundred PKs in the wilderness. Um, there's so many different locations and there's so many different worlds. The chances of actually bumping into someone is ridiculous. Yeah, um, pretty rare because it could be Ulta, callisto venonatus mage bank there's so many you know so many places and then across however many worlds there are now the likelihood of actually randomly bumping into someone is oh it's too small it's really <laughs> rare now that you think about it because i feel like pvmers will think that you're getting attacked a lot in the wilderness but you're only ever counting the times where you are found by a pker but yeah. Nobody ever actually takes into account how many times you're not found because, oh my god, yeah, like... I... Yeah, there's there, there was a very bad period of before... And that's why I'm... I still stand by I'm against singles plus, but I do like the revs because it has bought activity. Yeah. Um, but before the rev update, that for a good few months, it was just hopping. And I it's hard to stream that because my chat is like, just find a fight. And I'm like, yeah, if it was that easy, I would. Yeah. <laughs> it's... It was, it was a bad time. It was a very bad time. Um, it just wasn't active. It was dead. It, that was dead. I will go on saying that was dead. It was rough. And I remember just seeing a bunch of tweets from other content creators just just not having a fun time in the game. It was just so boring. There was nothing really yeah, going well, on for PvP. Even, like, Legends, like Abyss. Like, he's, in my eyes, he's, like, the father of streaming PK. And he's always done it from when yeah. I, I used to watch, you know. Um, and he'd be like, this is the worst it's ever been. He would just hop at 44s all day, every day, have to set up his own fights to get content. Um, Yikes. You know, or not set up, but you know, like someone in chat, he asked someone in chat to yeah. fight him, and then, which is, you know, fair, because you just want to fight. It's, uh, it, was, it was bad. It was very bad. Yeah, what do you think about singles plus? So what I've kind of heard is the new rev caves like generally you're never gonna find a solo pk or anymore it's always like a guy with a teleblocker yeah is that kind of yeah. how it goes now yeah i i do that so i can't uh, <laughs> I, yeah I'm i mean gonna, that I seems wanna... to be the that seems to be is a the... very good strategy to get a kill like you need to it's... be teleblocked like i don't know the reason i don't like singles plus was i uh, and again, this is so many different topics, and I, I don't want to go off on another tangent with you. But um, the the thing that used to attract me to the wilderness was you could go there, you could mess around, you could have some fun with friends. Um, 
you can't really do that. Singles plus, you can, I would say singles plus, you're more effective in a team, a thousand percent, like a small team, like a group of four, probably. Um, but you ca- you have to be focused. If you make one mistake, you could be working someone for their whole invent of food. If you make one mistake, they've escaped easily. Um, so I would say singles plus benefits small teams of really professional PKs, but it makes it 10 times harder to get into PKing and for like the, just you know, the mediocre PKer. Uh, they can't mess around with their friends anymore. Yeah, um, that's true. And I think Singles Plus was intended for like 1v1s, and that's not the case. Which, I don't like the thought of having a Wildeo 1v1s, um, because I think it would be incredibly boring and stale. But the way Singles Plus is at the moment, I think it's 10 times worse than the current Wildeo. Um, that's my opinion anyway. So why do you... So you're saying like normal singles versus singles plus, like normal singles is better. Yeah. If you got to think, if you're, say you're a mediocre player, you've come, come to the wilderness, you're, I don't know, PVM or maybe trying to PK. Um, and a team of 20 jump on you in the current wilderness. You know, that's, you know, it's pretty hard to tank that. Yeah. But say you're at Chins and you can go in Hobgoblins and you have a chance. You can go in and out of cave entrances to get a box with your friend. That's true. Um, and the fact that you need sort of 20 people to be efficient, the the likelihood of getting hit by a team is a lot less likely because the teams have to be a lot bigger. Whereas singles plus, if you're an intermediate PKer, and I'm just going to use 10-13 example because I don't know if you know him. He's like one of the best PKers. Oh, yeah, no, I'm... Um, like, say, 10, 13, and two of his boys jump on you. You go into Hobgoblins, they can't PJ them off, so they're still on you. You you can't get a box from a friend. The only way to escape that is by outskilling them and getting a freeze and either logging out under them, but they have missed seeds, or hugging a tree. If you have an experienced group of three on you, you are dead. Um, the Wildy as it is is a lot easier to tank teams, in my opinion for the intermediate and new players and it's more fun okay i I just think singles plus would sort of ruin it but yeah yeah but that's actually a good point uh i see singles plus as a benefit okay well here let's just kind of transition into what recently happened so a few months ago they already announced that they're going to come out with pk skull prevention and now it's finally in the game i haven't actually tested it yet have you tested it I haven't. I haven't, no. Because I wonder if it's actually, like, foolproof. Like, it just works all the time. Because I'm still... <laughs> I'm going to be honest. So I have my left-click attack options on. And, you know, I'm I'm going out... And, <laughs> I'm, I'm going out in the wildy with my eternal glory, you know, like that shit. Like, I really don't want to fucking lose that thing. <laughs> yeah, that I, thing I would, is... I yeah. No flame to Jagex, but yeah, I, w- I wouldn't be I wouldn't be trusting that. Just you know, just in <laughs> no. case they they've made some mistakes before. Um, yeah, just a few, right? Yeah, yeah. No, uh, so I'm a little worried. I'm, I'm I'm curious if you guys are listening to this in the comments. If you guys have tested these, like, do they work? Because what I'm worried about is if my left clicks are off, like if my left click options are on for players, will I will just not let me attack people until they have attacked me? So anyway, maybe I'll have to do my own testing, make a little video of it or something. But <laughs> test it with some friends, you know. Don't go straight. Yeah, in yeah, yeah. Like, test it with yeah. nothing on as well, but. <laughs> so you got ellie in your scythe and you're like i don't know why you have an ellie in a scythe but you know dude scything um, in the wilderness is terrifying by the way like i, I know you <laughs> can't actually target an npc and a player at the same time like like you couldn't 
swipe and have an NPC and a and a player right there and have them hit both. It yeah, just... well, yeah, I'm not sure how that works. I think it, they, it used to skull, right? But I think they fixed that. I could be wrong. Um, like, you will skull if there's multiple people. So if there's, like, two players, or let's just say there's two players and a monster all within that little radius where you could scythe it. As If you mm-hmm. target the NPC, then you won't skull. But if you target the player and then your other scythe swing hits the other player that, you, that hasn't attacked you yet, then, yeah, you'd skull. Right. So- so if you hit a player, the effect that a scythe has will hit another player and make you skull. Yeah, if you're in multi. Right, yeah, yeah, yeah. Which is fucking terrifying. Like, that's just <laughs> that's terrifying. Did you see that guy <laughs> that skulled in multi-revs, like, years ago? There was, like, some video of it. Some dude was scything, like, the orc or something, and then a team logged in, and he was... I don't even... I, I didn't see it, no, but that's... Try to even think like of what the video a bad was. Day. I'm guessing he was scold, yeah? Yeah, he got scold from it, so I'm like, bro. And this is back when, like, Scythe was, like, a bill, at least. Oh, bad day for him. Yeah, that's rough. But again, that's... I know, I think we disagree on this, because I'll... Obviously, I'll leave you in a second to say what you think about the PK scold prevention, but in my opinion, that's just part of the game. You're like, oh, damn it, I messed up. I won't do that again. Yeah. Um... Whereas I feel like now the culture's like, go to Reddit, flame everyone. I lost a scythe when, <laughs> yeah. you know? Yeah, but, and there is a good point. There is, there truly is uh, an argument for both sides. And I've heard a bunch of arguments against the PK skull prevention. A lot of it just comes down to people saying, quit babying the game. And I totally agree with that. I agree that... Not everything should be just fair and easy and all this shit. Like, the wilderness really should have some risk to it. And I think, though, overall, it is a positive for the game because there still is... I feel like people that were in my comments... I made a video, got hundreds of comments of just people kind of going back and forth on either end of the spectrum, just either saying it's, like, horrible or it's really good. And... I would honestly say it's good and beneficial for the game because there still is risk. People say this is now removing all risk from the wilderness. It's not. You're still risking the items you came in with. But if you're not planning to initiate a fight, then you get to feel safe that your three items that you did bring in are going to be secured. Uh, And I just think that's a good thing for the game now because the game's evolving. PvP is dying. And honestly, this was a Reddix suggestion from years ago that was talking about this thing. When I first saw it, I was like, this is the stupidest snowflake person saying, we need to get rid of this risk. I'm like, this is so stupid. But the this is one of the very few things on Reddit that's actually grown on me. Because yeah. PvP is dying, so why not try... And again, I, I know it sucks because as soon as Jagex puts out an update, you can't revert it, basically. Yeah, I know well, West Ham was like five about years that. down the line, maybe. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, but you know, like if Jagex is coming out with something, there's a very, very low likelihood that it's going to get reverted. Yeah. So that's kind of the issue is there's no like trial run for this. They just put it out. I would have loved to have seen a trial run personally. Then I don't think people would be freaking out as much. But I think it's a a, a net positive because. People say skull tricking wasn't really an issue in the first place, so why are you guys freaking out? But then if it wasn't an issue, then what's the issue with doing this? But then they're like, oh, well, there's got to be a little bit of risk. Then it's like, I don't don't really know. 
I think with skull tricking is it's that people always take the extremes. Again, I I don't I've never been on Reddit. I, the only time I go on Reddit is someone links me something. Yeah. Um, but from what I've seen, people are like, "Oh, these online thugs deceitfully got me." You know, like they're they're proper. They're they're acting like these group of criminals yeah. um, went in with the intention to take all of their items and make sure they had a bad day. I've skull tripped in the past, and it's nothing like that. You'll just be peeking with your mates. You see someone who's not risking anything unscold, then would be risking something scold, and they could be toxic as hell, you know, and you're like, right, let's skull trick this guy. It's just like a spare-of-the-moment thought, you know? It's not like an organised crime that lots yeah. of people like to make out. Um, and then if you skull him, you get the loot. He made the mistake. He didn't know the mechanics. Um, and I think that's another big thing. It comes down to the player's knowledge. And yeah. when people say it's deceitful when you know you protect three items there's so many warnings that will tell you only bring what you want to risk in the wilderness yeah um scold or not they they say that you know at the ditch or there's a big pop-up you know you have to click through it yeah um so in my eyes whatever you bring if you're not sure of the mechanics you shouldn't fight back if you know the mechanics and are confident you know yeah fight back but I also think it's very unfair with this PK prevention skull um, because I know, and again, your point is perfectly valid. You say you, it encourages people to fight back and more fights, right? Yeah. Um, if you're, for example, when I PK, I risk about 500 mil. Is it fair that I'm risking 500 mil against a man who's in black dehyde who has pretty much just as much KO potential as I do and there's no way of getting him to skull? Because it just makes me not want to fight them. Because my supplies cost more, you know. Um, yeah, I think you're. It's, it's, it's a hard one. It's a hard one. Yeah, and I'm I'm glad you kind of brought that up because generally I'm thinking the PKers risking less. Um, so I guess it will. It varies based on how much you're actually risking. Because I mean, you actually bring out really good gear. You see a lot of PKers. The vast majority are bringing fucking Zarishans. Dare I say it? Now, generally they'll bring Mystics, but They'll risk one item that's like their toxic staff or something, and yeah. and and I'm talking about like PK at Callisto or some some that's like generally it's not like Rev Caves or anything, but people are going out and they are barely risking shit. But the PVMer that's been camped at Callisto for 15 kills has now got a bag of two mil, has now you know Vigora's Chainmace Ether, he's got a bunch of other supplies and the shit. He's the one that has it all uh, stacked up against him and then yeah to to top on like to just add on top of that you're you're also adding the potential risk that he's going to lose that mace going to lose his whatever the hell his uh, vernic or whatever that's just it's, yeah I don't it's, know. it's very situational i guess that's true. um but again it, from my opinion in that if he's the one pvm in he's making the money from pvm if pk has jump on him he could try and like run and get out um, and then keep his loot. If you're going in with items to anti-PK, as it's uh, called, you probably have enough game knowledge about sculling. And then if you make the mistake to get sculled because you're the one being like aggressive to the PKer who initiated the fight, I personally think that's on the player. I don't think that should be babied. 
I think um, it is on the player, but I've also seen how PKing's dying and people have such a toxic sort or people see PKers, you know, you see it on Reddit all the time. And again, I don't want to like jet just generalize the whole player base, but you do see yeah, it like no, no, they hate PKers. Sometimes. <laughs> yeah. But but think about this. On the other hand, you know, you're saying like they are making the loot from Callisto. The PKer gets all that loot, you know? Yeah, but that's so, that's what PK has always been. That that's yeah. that's the incentive for people to PK. It used to, you know, you no one would PK if I, I saw a uh, tweet reply on uh, your post about this uh, podcast, um, and someone said I think it was something about having like no risks. So, like if you die, you don't lose your gear. I think that's what. Oh, that was, was always made. That was a really little cringe. I, I read that. I just I that kind of. <laughs> Well, it works for some games. Like, I don't know if you heard a game called Elder Scrolls Online. I wasn't sure if he was trolling. I'm going to be completely honest, but <laughs> yeah, keep going. I That didn't um, look like a real thing. But. Like, Elder Scrolls has a PvP side of things, and you get, like, rewards from, like, getting, like, this thing called, like, mail. It's like, you get, like, PvP points, basically. It's, I won't obviously go into detail on that. But the PvP, you don't get the player's gear. Um, yeah. But I feel like that's been one of the perks of runescape having that mechanic because it's been so unique you know no other game used to have that the fact that you could go you could make a lot of money or you could lose everything that's what used to make it so scary and i think getting rid of that is an awful awful idea um yeah okay so i'm looking at it right now Devin was the one that said that he's he wants zero risk to the players okay first of all like that is just bad for wilderness there is already this kind of zero risk kind of thing and that's lms you go into lms you have some fun but yeah like we yeah. that is you know that's pvp that's done in like different games and stuff with the wilderness and i totally agree osrs is something completely unique that not other like i don't i don't i can't say no other game has but because i don't actually know but a very very few games probably have that kind of thing like you said so taking that away from the wilderness is really cringe um so i don't really understand this i see that potential i i see like what he's saying is like pvp so there's been like some suggestions to make like a coliseum or whatever replace it with a dual arena have some pvp mini games but i personally believe in the risk thing you know you lose your items to people and people can just take them i fully see what you're saying and i genuinely i think it would make the world maybe a bit more active um, at first, because it would be like, oh, I can just go have some fights. You know, that's sick. But in the long term, why oh, would yeah, you be no, doing that? <laughs> I, yeah, I, I just want to make it very clear. Like, I'm against what he's saying about... Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. No, sorry, I'm not I'm not saying you are. So I, I was just saying, um, sort of talking to him. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, no, I that would that, that would ruin everything. That would be some <laughs> riots going on. I think it would be, it'd be good for... It would definitely be good for like the people who don't PK now. But for the people who PK, it will just fully put them off and go to, dare I say it, private servers even more and stuff like that, you know? Yeah. It's, yeah. Yeah. Uh, I can see the argument. So just going back to the PK skull prevention, I yeah. definitely see both sides. I think just the net po- – I think it's a net positive. And we'll have to see because, you know, it hasn't really been out long enough to really tell – but me personally, just my personal view on it is I now have my left click options on. They've always been hidden because I just go out and do clue scrolls. And then if I get attacked, which is very rare, by the way, like 
fucking one in a thousand <laughs> i go out and i actually see somebody and then i just escape yeah. anyway it's it's always at like the wilderness agility court dude <laughs> wilderness agility is just like the easiest way to escape anybody when you're like fucking crossing that gangplank by the wolves because yeah, it's multi as well uh, a lot of pks won't chase you in there <laughs> it's, it's uh, i just remember there was two people on me and like they both they both went across the gangplank and there's like a 10 second like fucking timer to get across and so i just <laughs> went the opposite and i just logged out i was like this is actually busted jesus at that point you just said there uh, quickly going back to the singles plus or not argument the singles plus thing we said earlier um that i think that's again what makes woody so unique depending where you are there's different ways to escape um that's true for example using the agility course using the cave entrance using the npcs aggro when you make it singles plus it's just going to be freeze huck and i think it's going to be so boring um every fight will be the same it's that's a good point i feel like it just kills the whole thing of the wildy the wildy is meant to be natural and you know you know where you know where you are you know how to escape with the knowledge you know you know if you get tv'd at mage bank what way do you run have a lock pick on you to go in the magic axe hearts whereas none of that's going to be needed um yeah that's yeah. that's a good point i don't really know how i feel about singles plus and stuff i i tend to just trust you guys and i was talking to west ham about it as well because i don't really have a, a good enough i don't know I can't really see which is better, honestly. I hear arguments to both. I've even heard arguments that they want singles plus. Like, some people want singles plus. And I'm talking PKers, even, I've heard that want singles plus, but they want it to not have, like, the 9.6 seconds or whatever. They want it to be, like, the full 10. Yeah, it's... I don't know how I feel about that it's either. It's a hard one, because every PK thinks they can fix the wilderness, but they all have different ideas. Yep. <laughs> so it's... It's again. I never. I don't want to come across. That I'm like, oh, I know how to fix it because it, everyone's just trying their best. You yeah. know. Um, I think uh, from my personal people that I've spoke to, most of the team PKers that spend all the time in the wilderness, not PvP worlds like the wilderness, are against singles pass. Not all of them, but I would say a majority. Um, I think a lot of the guys who sort of just restrict themselves to pvp worlds where it's 1v1s like the idea of singles plus because they're thinking 1v1s when it's just not the case yeah. um and my argument for that is if you want a 1v1 you can go to a pvp world Wildy should be anything goes um, that, that's a good point but I, yeah i do kind of agree with that because yeah like right now singles plus isn't really singles it's no it just... isn't it's it's a weird in between that is awful yeah. <laughs> absolutely the, awful the only thing that's kind of a positive in my eyes as the one that's being attacked is like i can't get a dude like i i, I can't really have 20 people non-stop like dumping specs on me i think only what if you, you attack back only yeah attack yeah back. that's true yeah yeah if you're not attacking back they can still dump as they were um again that is true but with the new bow and stuff i would still say you take more damage by not being able to go through NPCs and get a box and get aggro, um, with like the three guys with their alien bows. That bow is ridiculously strong, by the way. I'm not complaining. It's fun to use. But <laughs> I know. It's busted. <laughs> I like how everybody uses it now, too. Every, like, well, it's just a DPS the DPS is yeah. insane. And it's fast, so you can go into a spec. It, the, I don't think when they brought that in, they intended it to have an effect on PvP. Um, yeah, because they were probably it, thinking, it, oh, you got to risk crystal armor, but then like, yeah, it changed. And again, with singles plus, PKs aren't scared to risk. Whereas before, if, say, you're PKing with a, 
a few mates, you wouldn't risk that much because in case a big team hit you. That's true. Whereas now there's no food chain. So everyone is bringing max gear because they are not scared because they are confident in their escapes. And the little Mystica is getting destroyed every time. That's um, true. Okay, so is that a good thing though? Because I feel like a few months ago it was the opposite where people are just bringing Zerishans and not bringing any risk. And I understand it's extremely easy to, if you're smart enough and you're aware enough and your internet's good enough, you can escape basically any situation. But is it kind of cool that like every PKer you see is risking a fuck ton? So if you yes do get the kill, no. it's just like total bank? Or, I don't know. Yeah, well, that, the G, I don't know if it's G tax, but you know that like, the prices at the moment of stuff have gone up so much. Um, that alone helps a lot with that. You get like a barrow's kill now, it's like 50 mil. Whereas a few months ago, it was like 20 mil. Um, that alone helps a lot. And yes, obviously, it, it's lovely when you uh, PK more money. Mm-hmm. Um, in terms of Woody, uh, I don't know. Because if, normally, if you're risking like a max set, you're going to be good enough not to die. Or for the most part, like 99% of times. Yeah. Um, and it just kind of ends these sort of stale fights. The AGS more 1 to 1 HP, screaming chance because you hit a 0 0, <laughs> and then tabbing out. Um, you know <laughs> okay I, I want to bring this up I know I'm just kind of going all over the place again but no no it's fine what would happen if Rev Caves was deep fucking wildy I'm talking like beyond 50 plus there's a cave it's the exact same cave as we have now but there is literally no escaping from it unless you log out during it and then you eventually have to escape anyway but like, there is no teleporting out in the cave. So, like, you actually have to make it out of the cave and then, you know, whatever the hell happens. But, like, something where it just – it really is. You're going in there and you're like, holy fuck. Like, okay, I I can't die. Is that good or is that bad? Again, I haven't even thought this out at all. There's probably just some, like, stupid oversight. But no, It's definitely good and bad from the way I see it. Um, That would mean – because at the moment, people who be getting caves are kind of limited to normal spellbook because you need to TB stuff. Yeah. Um, that would eliminate that factor. But in my eyes, that then makes it safer because if you know what you're doing, it is 10 times, 100 times easier to escape with Ice Barrage than Entangle. That's true. Um, so I think actually in the cave it would be safer. The reason I like that idea is it will make people run up to the cave in the actual wilderness and then you could, it makes a whole new life for it. You know, there could be a spot where people camp where they'll get someone running up there, you know? That's true. Um, but yeah, so this, I, again, but this is like under the assumption that singles plus isn't throughout the wilderness, right? Yes, yeah. So yeah, I I always assume that I've got to get in because it, it. Sadly, I do think it is coming. You know, I I'm in the headset of it's not, but it is. Yeah, <laughs> it's um. I've got to yeah. I've got to change that. But um, in terms of the whole wildy, you mentioned uh, like five minutes ago. I can't I can't remember. But um, we're fi- not fixing the wildy as such because I know I said everyone has their own ideas. But you mentioned about the risk people being like in exeric robes yeah um i think a natural way to fix that is like they've done with revs if they make and this is going to sound cringe like all them posts talking about a food chain you know yeah um like they did at revs if they make something good money so pvmers go there to farm money um with all the items in the game now with the dins you have a lot more of a difficult time killing that in cheap gear um, 
So say you say Ankus, I always use Ankus as an example. You know the Ankus South Vault were in that level 30 wieldy? Yeah. Say they dropped, I don't know, to two, three mil an hour of, I don't know what, something. Yeah. Um, PVMers would go there. And then I would say the, gen- the PKs that were in Exert Robes wouldn't be able to kill any. So I would think that would encourage them to gear up to try and get kills. Um, and then it sort of spirals from there. You then get the good PKs in Max hitting the Mysticers, hitting the guys in the Exert Robes who are hitting the PVMers. You then get the teams involved. I think the reason it's an issue is because there's no actual reason to go in the wilderness. Um, people can sort point. of do what they want at the moment. Yeah. Um, that's so, yeah. a that, that is a good point. I think there's just a bunch of wilderness changes happening in the upcoming year. I know they've been talking yeah. about like buffing like wilderness slayer and stuff to make it more like profitable and superiors and other shit like that. Yeah. yeah. I always and again. It goes both ways. You see it from a PKer's perspective. I see it from more of a PVMer's perspective. Uh, <clears throat> I feel like there, it's just very lopsided, uh, benefiting the P, the the PKer. Uh, so, like, I bring up the example of like wilder the Wilderness Slayer Cave. Who the hell even goes in the first place? When's the last time you PK there? <laughs> oh, I, I uh, I've played Mason that a few times with a group of mates. You know, like ancient okay. Mason to smoke yeah, yeah, yeah. stuff. Um, but I would say you. You can have 20 guys hop in there, and you might find someone in an hour risking a whip, maybe. Um, <laughs> risking, like, 200 cannonballs. Yes, it's, it's not good. By no means is that yeah. fixed but wilderness. I see that, and it's just like, bro, this is fucking dog shit to go out there. The entire cave is multi, and then the entire outside of the cave is multi until you finally reach some, like, arbitrary limit where it becomes singles again. But it's like, bro, if you get found, it's always a guarantee, like, team of four at least when you're yeah when you're in there like you're dead no matter what as long as you're like above 30 like if you're killing greater demons or something like you're yeah. basically guaranteed dead which is so stupid in my opinion but i understand it's multi multi should just be like fucked you know <laughs> like if you're if you're out by your if you're out on on your own in multi like you deserve to die basically but I don't know. It, it's a little unfair. Like things like that, I see it are just like extremely lopsided for the PKer. Hundred percent, and it's not worth the resources reward for the PVMer, which yes. is why it's dead. Yes. Um, which again, with the, the it in the I think most, and again, this is generalizing, but I say Iron Men uh, issue with the wilderness is you know that like the dragon pickaxe they're forced to go and get it. Yeah, I don't, um, I don't agree with the forced thing, but. Yeah, I, I disagree. Oh no, yeah. no, no, sorry, I'm not. I disagree. I agree. Sorry. Yeah. Um, it's. I don't know. I I think it would, would it would be much better if they didn't have them items. I know some people say they're forced and some people don't, but like if because we don't really care if they can get a pickaxe, you know. Yeah, you care about GP um, per hour, correct? Yeah. Just... Again, not not me particularly, but if you're learning to PK, that is what you're going for. You yeah. know, the reason people used to do it in the day was because you could make some money from it. Um, so I think by having stuff in the woody, we're making it good GP per hour. Will incentivize PVMers, not force them, but they take the choice if they want them good at GP rates. They risk it and they could die. And I don't really think they have an argument then, you know. Yeah. Whereas if they're hunting an item, it's a bit like, look, I have to do this. The the um, worrisome thing about all this is you kind of saw it with revs, you know, like multi revs, where. People generally are only making a mil an hour because they're getting slaughtered and all this other shit. But the protected are getting 12 mil an hour, potentially, like on a good hour. And 
So you just see this extreme lopsidedness. And then you would see the people that are locking down the caves would even start PVM. And then they're making bank too. So it, you kind of saw it. I think, again, I was, I'm not too sure on it. But I remember when they like re-released Bounty Hunter. And people were just camping like hot spots and just making fucking bank because it was just like yeah, so abusable. Boosting and all that. Yeah. So I always wonder yeah. like if they came out with something that was truly just like bust a GP per hour for like an individual to incentivize them to come out. It's just got to be overwhelmingly stupid for people that like lock it down and just take over. I don't know. It's yeah, scary. No, no, I, I, it's open to be abused, isn't it? Yeah. But it's with the gp it doesn't have to be broken but there's just at the moment there is nothing that is good gp in the world yeah really, apart from revs that's true um, and that's why revs have been more active it's it's nothing to do with singles plus in my opinion it's like it, say they made the woody singles plus tomorrow it would be as dead as it is now because there's no reason for people to go there yeah um there needs to be a reason so i want to yeah no sorry go ahead go ahead no no no. i was just saying it doesn't have to be like broken it doesn't have to be like 15 mil an hour um, and I also think if they did do it naturally, that there would be teams that would compete with each other. Like, I'm, I don't know how much you know about singles teams, but like you get like Frontline, Canini, Solid Tag, like all the, the big teams. Um, yeah. They will want to be locking down the GP, so they'll start attacking each other. Um, and it might actually bring back the team fights because that's been dead for the last year because... That's true. It's just, it's, it's just a whole dead like culture thing now. But What, what would you think I, about splitting the cave so or maybe even extending the cave so part of it is multi part of it singles plus i is that cool or is that just like arbitrary and kind of dumb i don't know i don't i i would love to see the cave go back to multi exactly how it was with the fee personally and i don't pk in multi anymore but i feel it's incredibly unfair for the multi pks they have nothing yeah (laughs) like they have the slayer cave and like you said there's nothing in there um so i feel really bad for the whole multi pk community to be honest that's um, true i think by splitting and adding more areas creates a worse effect because like the when they done with the caves initially before the buff when they very first switched it from multi to singles plus um the wieldy instantly died because the remaining say 50 pkers were then split into 25 25 because someone in the caves someone in the wieldy still you know yeah um and then it left the ones who were in the wieldy to get hit by teams more because that's the only place teams could PK. So then it made them feel like there was more teams and teams were an issue. When it's the same amount of teams, there's just less PKs. Yeah, it's true. It, it all spirals, you know. The, the more stuff you sort of add, the more spread out, and it just... I still stand by it. I think wieldy would be better off if they removed every update they've ever added. I know that's quite a bold statement, but... Like Ferox, just all, all of these things, I think, have slowly caused it to be the way it is at the moment. Interesting. Um, not so much PVM bosses. I think they have their place, but okay. I think they have to be reworked massively and changed. Um, but yeah, things like Ferox, it's just it just doesn't help, in my opinion. Yeah. I'll be honest. I kind of think the old school version of Wildew bosses was they kind of like nailed. They kind of nailed it. I think. I didn't really play when they were first released, but I just imagine Callisto. It's supposed to be in multi. Everyone lures it to singles now. But, like, you'd go there if his boss fucks you all up. But this was back before Iron Man, I'm assuming. I don't really know the whole timeline. But it was just you go out with your boys, get some fucking good money, because back then it was probably pretty damn good money. There was no Zora, I don't think. 
I don't even know when the hell Wilderness Balls come out. I'm probably just speaking out of my ass. I don't. I, I'm imagining 2014, but I don't actually know. Um, I don't know the date. It was probably 2015. It was something like that. Maybe it was 2015. <laughs> but if let's just assume it was before Zora. Like you got these bosses that are actually shitting out pretty good loot, and then it was all multi, and so you'd have like a team coming and stuff. Like I don't know. I feel like the way they were designed was for its time. Now, of course, like there's de- it definitely just looks funky, and everyone knows the safe spots and. Yeah, that's it's it's just people learn it. I, th- yeah. I think when I said reworked, I, I like how the bosses are, but I think the drop tables need to be reworked. Yes, yeah, and I, I think the fact that they can be safe spotted shouldn't be a thing. <laughs> you know, it's I don't like the concept that you can kill Callisto, you can lure it to singles and take no damage. See, um, I kind of like that, uh, although I would be okay if they actually had real mechanics, but there was like unavoidable or there was avoidable damage all the time. I don't really like it when there's just an unavoidable 60 you take, and then you got two yeah. PKers on you. It's like, Jesus Christ. No, no, no. That, that, that's true. That's true. And to be fair, the safe spot thing might not even actually an issue. The fact that you can lure a multi-boss to single safe spot. That's weird. I think yeah. it's the issue. It's, it's a little I weird. Think if it's multi, it should be multi. You um, know what's just so funny is that every single wilderness boss has the same fucking mechanic where you can just lure it to its edge. And it just kill it. I've... I think I've killed Callisto probably if though I've done it like, I do it like Discord, like fun masses, but I've never really PVM'd like the wilderness bosses, so I yeah. don't know too much about them. Um but yeah, I just know that whenever I see someone killing them, they're in some sort of safe spot that's hugged around a tree. <laughs> it's so weird, dude. It's such a like private servery kind of thing. Just lure the boss over here and just stops attacking, you just pacify it instantly. Like what the hell? Literally. Okay, um, I, I will say, just real quickly, we can kind of move on to some Twitter topics, but I am actually very cool with new PvP updates coming out, like new content in the wilderness, because of PK Skull Prevention, and you might think that's the that's really silly, or some people listening might think that's really silly, that that is the thing that caused me to want more PK content, or uh, sorry, just wilderness content. Because I would always see these posts of like, oh, add all this new shit that's going to like entice every player to come out in the wilderness so we can attack them. But now I'm kind of cool with it because I feel like we're more on an even playing field uh, where like the PvP or the skill or that goes out there kind of doesn't feel like all odds are stacked against them. So this is my opinion. Again, like who the hell knows when like new content will come out and if I'll actually still think the same thing once I go out and try it. But Personally, right now, I I do very much agree that this is a good update and can help bring out more content into the wilderness without feeling like it's completely lopsided. My opinion, my take on it. Yeah, no, I can definitely, definitely see that. Um, it's like you say, it lets, if you're sure you can't be scold, you can bring good stuff in um, and feel safer, you know? Yeah. Which is good for getting people in. I just... I, I just like I say I just personally disagree because in my eyes the woody should be dangerous. Yeah, um, that's fair. But again, that's the, the I fully I'm fully open to that thing, and I I don't really skull trick too much, so I'm not that against it. Yeah. But it's uh, like if I see someone in like dehyde and a ballista, I'm not going to attack them now because I know that they're going to have other OP weapons, and there's no way I can yeah. get loot from them. Yeah, that that's a good point. So I try to see it from your guys' perspective. If I was the PKer. Yeah, I agree. This is just a nerf for the PKers because they just 
now there is actually zero risk for the the pvmer to ever even chance his items you know um but if you look at it from the other end i don't know again it goes both ways both players see it differently but i think we've hit a decent middle ground of course pkers are compromising and it's kind of benefiting the the pvmer for the most part so I, I don't I don't think it's I don't think it's a generically bad thing, put it that way. Like I I don't think it'll make a difference to me. Um I just and I fully see where you're coming from with it. Um I just don't like the direction it's going, I guess. It's like, like the potential where this could lead, like more easy scape shit, kind of. Well it's just like I, I don't like the fact that I got skull tricked, fix it. Next is gonna be I don't like the fact I got attacked, fix it, you know? Yeah. It's yeah. Uh, yeah. it sort of goes yeah. down that route. Um, but yeah, personally, with the whole skull thing, I I am against it, but I'm not like avidly against it. I don't really okay. mind, you know. Yeah. Um, Who knows? And I've, yeah, I've heard a lot of things like it won't change anything, but I think it will. It's I mean, it's changed my opinion. I'm gonna have my left click options on. I'll I'll fight back now. I'll feel good about it. Yeah. But... And and like I say, it will make you come into the world in where you you might not have before. Yeah. Um, yeah. So yeah, I get that. In terms of the PvP updates you were mentioning. I don't know if we're ever getting any of them. <laughs> but that's what I'm saying is like I'm cool now with PvP updates. Like anything to to pump up the wilderness, I'm actually pretty fucking okay with. I'm actually kind of excited for it now because, again, it's just like that balance. Like that kind of level playing field feels a lot better for me. It doesn't feel like all odds are stacked against me. And I know I've said that a billion times, odds are stacked against you. I don't know why I'm saying it over and over. But are you fine? <laughs> the other thing is like, I know I'm an Iron Man. I chose to limit myself. I chose to go on these stupid-ass hour grinds for every item, and I can't rebuy them. So it's even worse, but there's so many fucking Iron Men you have to, like... You kind of have to see where they're coming from. Like, Yeah, yeah. You grind that, for one item. I don't know. That argument, though, that... Again, nothing... You, you've said it perfectly. There, I know. You it's... know you've chosen Iron Man. Yep. But when, like, I'm, I'm attacking someone, and they say, off, I'm an Iron Man, it's like... <laughs> I, Wait, I don't care. <laughs> it's like you you chose hard mode basically yeah. which you know fair play massive respect for that but then so many iron men choose that and they want the game catered for them yeah and i'm again i'm not saying you at all this isn't you this is a large and i totally on, like, see i totally see where um, you're going and i completely agree i will say just straight up iron man ruined pvp it just did well, because it's not, even, not even pvp i think a lot of things it's like it did I'm no Iron it, Man, it, it divided but I can't the be community. Asked to get a rune skimmy, so yep. give me one in a Soul Wars crate. It's you it, know it divided the community and it's made like a, they said they would never cater to Iron Man, but they're such a popular game mode now that yeah. they cater to it every update. Well, it's just like supplies, like you no one. And again, I I don't know, I don't have that extensive knowledge on this, so I could be definitely going in the wrong angle, but. No one like fishes anymore. Yeah. Why are you going to fish for raw shark when you can kill Zora and get twenty times the amount? Or you know, that's a like, whole other dude. We could fucking go on. About <laughs> so that. so many bosses now seem to be catered for Iron Men for yep. the resources because they can't be asked to put the time in. But it's like you chose, to, you know. Yep. It's... Yeah, and oh, let me start. <laughs> that that's just how that's just how it is. And so, if we want to, with what we have in the game right now, which is divide tons of different modes uh kind of like this unfairness i think just this pk skull thing is just for the better with what we are working with again in like in an ideal situation there would be no iron man mode it would just be 
things are bought with GP and everyone can go and enjoy the wilderness and there's no like special accounts that are out there that you can't like trade with. Yeah. Just like, you know what I mean yeah. though? Like, I, yeah, I, I don't want to come across by the way that I, I loads of my mates are Iron Man. I'm, I'm not like anti Iron Man. Yeah. Um, I just don't like it when they, they choose Iron Man and they want it easy. Like, yeah. Totally um, fair. But yeah, yeah, I don't, I don't want to come across like, oh, this guy, hey, he's, he's only talking about Pika, you know, I'm, yeah. I, ha- I have an Iron Man. I have a group Iron Man. <laughs> it's, you know, you just, you choose it, you know? Yeah. Let's see this. Yu-Gi-Oh! asks, will you, Dino, ever give Edge-style PKing a try, such as DH, no arm, or organized death matches? Um, I, ooh, <laughs> I, I used to, I, that's, I used to do, uh, Bounty Hunter, um, back pre-OC and when it was released in old school. Um, the reason I stopped, and this is another controversial thing that has an, <laughs> that goes a long way, is, um, there's a, an unreal amount of cheaters at the moment, um, when you, if you go to PvP and you fight someone, I would say ma- the majority of your fights will be against a cheater. And what that means is like they'll be using a weapon that doesn't have a spec bar, and then they'll instantly do a double G more spec that you can't really predict. Jesus. Um, and it just kind of killed it for me because it's just like, wh- why am I here? And then another thing with that is house pulls. There's no point in staying in a fight anymore. Like once you've used your spec, people tab. Yep. Um, it's the whole spec tab thing. I, I think house pools kind of ruined that side of the game for me because now it's literally magic short by them twice, double Gmail. If they don't die, tab out, go fight someone else. Jesus um, Christ. And it just doesn't appeal to me. Whereas back in before, you know, because there was no real fast way of getting your spec back or it was effort, people would actually fight because there's a chance you could kill them with a magic short bow to Gmail whack. I'm talking like edge ditch PK. Yeah. Um, but because now everything everything's so efficient, there's well, why are you going to waste your time in that fight if you don't have a KO potential? Go get it and go again. Yeah. Um, and I'm I really dislike that. I I would love to see like a timer on the on the pause. I know obviously you can't with solo corp because there's all a corp. You have to like send twenty specs off it and stuff, don't you? As an Iron Man, you actually um, could have a timer though. Like there's the Narda necklace that involves uh, the Desert Elite Diary, which is the same thing as a pool basically. But like I'd be, I'd be okay with a house pool timer potentially. Potentially, that, that's what I would personally love to see because I think that that style of PKing I have no interest in because it is literally spec tap. Oh, I didn't hit a one hundred. Okay, let's try again in ten seconds. Um, yeah, which I do not like. <laughs> that's that's fair. Well, have you ever done any uh, PvP? Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. 
That's what you'll feel with and Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that and Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at bowlandbranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Ditch PK and all. Uh, no. Okay, so, like, I tried to kind of get into PK. I tried to get into members PKing. It was really tough for me because this is a few years ago when I was, like, actually dog shit at just, like, everything. So, it was really tough for me to understand exactly how to, like, pull off Gmalls and stuff like that. But I did, like, free-to-play PKing for fun and stuff. But, um... Yeah, not really much more than like LMS currently. And honestly, yeah. big shout out to LMS for teaching me how to tribrid. Like it genuinely taught me everything <laughs> I know. And I yeah. can actually I feel very confident going into an in, into an LMS thinking I'll get top 2. Like like I'm I'm not bad. Like I actually That's- that's better than me. <laughs> like, I, okay, it depends. It depends if there's like crazy bots or like actual genuinely yeah, good PKs. No, but no. with the average match, I can generally get to top two, and then it just depends if the last person's just a beast or not. LMS, I'm very for and against. It's a hard one. It's, I think it's good. It's teaching people how to tribrid. Yeah. Um, but I would say the negatives is it takes a lot of people out of the woody because yep. whereas before they would go and find a fight, they now go to LMS instead. That's true. Um, so it's a very but again for for like your case, it's taught you how to tribrid, um, which is good. It's I would also say it's interesting with RuneScape how I think back in the day, tribrid PKing was seen as a very niche thing. It was all edge ditch PvP, you know, like the the Darok fights, the D skim DDSs. Yep. Whereas it seems like now, when someone thinks of PK, they think of Tribrid. Yeah, that um, is actually interesting. It's kind of shifted. And like, they've made LMS to cater for Tribrid. And again, I think that's why Edge Ditch and that have suffered. Because it's kind of a lost art, I guess, in a way. Like, no one really talks about it. It's Everything's just Tribrid now. Whereas before, Tribrid was very, very unique and very different. Um, is that because of Bounty Hunter removal? Is that it's kind of died off? Is that like the biggest factor, you yeah. think? I'd say for Edge, definitely, yes. Yeah. Uh, Ferox didn't help because, again, it split the location. Some people would fight Ferox, some people would fight Ditch. Um, and I don't think there's enough activity at the moment because it's all the same style of fighting. Edge, Ditch, Ferox, and PvP Worlds. Yeah. I think that there should only be one of them, and I think they should remove Ferox and remove PvP Worlds, personally. Um, just because I don't, I don't think there's enough people for it and edge ditch was just much more iconic i think uh, i agree with that actually uh again i don't actually know like what effects it would make but i've actually kind of been for just removing pvp worlds i hate to even bring that up because it just sounds like so fucking ignorant for me to say that like get rid of it like what the hell do you know you know but like <laughs> no even when I, i've said it on stream before and people are like yeah you never go pvp and i will admit that but yeah. If, but if it does separate it, it does yeah like it makes the wilderness feel dead it makes the edgeville feel completely dead like i i do see kind of it's taking people away like people pk at the ge varrock and like cami it looks like in its prime it was good but yeah you now you go to v square and you'll see two guys using a bot script crystal bow ragging each other 
like PvP Jeez. worlds themselves are dead, yeah. and everything is just sort of dead. So I think if you just take some of this stuff out, go back to basics, and just sort of rebuild from there, is like the only really chance. Because um, at the moment it's just too far too spread out. Yeah, that's a good point. Oh, I I also miss Edgeville. Edgeville is generally where I see a bunch of PKers as well, but um, and and PvP worlds. Uh, yeah, although you you say that, but I was talking to West Ham, and he Edgeville used to be like the hybrid spot yeah that's what it felt like is um, it not anymore it's just no it's it's, it's dead he Jesus. i was in a call with him probably like two hours ago time like it's a couple of weeks ago but it's probably like midday ish for me yeah um which is not by no means the most active time zone but every world he hopped to there was no one there not a single person Yeesh. um which is just mad <laughs> and again that's where i don't want to advertise it and i don't talk about it much but private servers i'm massively against private servers but i know a lot of my old teammates who used to play like four years ago do not play the main game because they're playing private servers um which is obviously has a massive negative effect yeah i kind of wonder how those when i think of a private server i've never played one but whenever i think of one i just think of like corruption like just the oh, people they, that they rule them like can just spawn whatever the hell they want and like just i don't know it just doesn't feel like well it's it's everything like i don't know the inside and outs but like they get get like private servers always seem like a good idea but then when <laughs> I don't even they think inevitably, that, but yeah when they inevitably end badly which they all do the people who own them get like they they have like access to your ips they have so much and then they yeah. do stuff in the main game they're by no means trusted and i I hate them. I hate private servers, but it doesn't change the fact that a large percentage of PKers do not play the main game because PKing and private servers is just much more efficient um, yeah. and friendly because it's just more fights. Um, I'm surprised. I don't. Again, I don't know the whole legal stuff, but like, if I was Jagex, if you take them out, it would bring a lot of PKers back to the game. A lot, but I'm sure there's so many things they've got to jump through to get them taken down and you know yeah that's true um but yeah it's definitely an issue that's another massive issue again spreading where pk is us it's the same as pvp world it's just uh, spreading out thin too thin yeah yeah i didn't actually know that was such an issue i never really hear of anybody playing private servers so i guess it's just pretty pk based i guess yeah i think it's just pk but it's, oh, it's always a hard one because when i ask it on stream when you talk about them it it sounds good, and I definitely do not want to promote people to go to them because they are not safe. Like it's not good. Yeah. I just want to get that point, get that point across. Um, but I got sent a screenshot from a mate about a week ago, um, an edge, and there must have been 150 plus people just fighting at Edge Ditch on a private server. Um, Damn. And you go to Edge Ditch in the main game, and it's nothing. It's and you just got to think if you take that away, they probably won't all come back to the main game, but a lot of them would. It's, yeah that's true it's, it's a big issue but it's a hard one to talk about without making it sound good because yeah <laughs> but yeah don't do it it's not good okay emo virgin asks why does none of the best in slot pvp gear come from wilderness pvp weapons and armor now he says tired of subsidizing these pvm nerds so you think about always pvp a argument when you <laughs> always a good argument when you instantly insult them you know pvm nerds <laughs> it, yeah like i i wish i don't know 
again, it's generalizing and everybody does it. Like all sides of every fucking argument start name calling and other shit. But it's like, yeah, bro, if you want a good times, (laughs) yeah, no, no, I, I, we all fucking do it when we're emotional about something, but it's like, bro, if you want to get your point across, you just got to be concise and clear and have like an actual like argument. Yeah. Yeah. But Um, let's talk about it. PVP weapons and armor that come from the wilderness. What are your thoughts? I'm looking at the question. He says now. Does he mean the weapons that are in the game now, like the mace and the crossbow? Or does he mean like... I think he's just saying now as like, give it to us. Like, give give us PvP, I I think. Um, Well, we have that in in the sense that crossbow and mace you can only get from the wilderness. In a way. But I'm assuming you're talking about status vesta yeah he's talking about pvp gear so not just pvm gear. um well first it has to pass a poll <laughs> which is or issue does it own. because they've been doing a lot of unpolled stuff for wilderness so well, oh. that's why they seem to and this is again a very biased view but i swear all the bad updates in my eyes the pk skull which i know isn't yeah. in yours they seem to put in and all the ones that could be good they poll and they <laughs> fail um, okay i will say just to just to counter uh there is a bunch of stuff coming out and like that of course is like the one that's being just like promoted and stuff but like i think there's (laughs) okay so i need to go re-look at the thing there's a lot of content being given into the wilderness yes a lot of it appeals to pvmers but that in in turn incentivizes pkers to go kill the pvmers you know so like they're literally doing revamps of like slayer and everything in the upcoming year i thought it was going to happen the end of this year but yeah, that's pretty expected for it not to happen. On the topic of PvP weapons, weapons and armor, I would be interested in if they're sticking to the whole polling system, which I still think is was good at the time, but it's bad now because it was spike voting and everything. Yeah. Um, if they're sticking to that, I would like to see a poll of the PvP weapons and armor without the VLS, um, because I don't think that would be overpowered. I I think when people think of that, they think of dead memo. They think of the VLS being dominant. I don't want to die that quick, you know. Yeah. Um, whereas like the the armors say given like nice bonuses, encouraging PKs to bring more switch switches, which means less food. I think that would be really fresh. Um, but I think a lot of people are just anti VLS rather than anti like Statius, Statius Warhammer, Javelins because they they weren't that overpowered. Yeah. I kind of wonder um, where they would come from if they like rework Callisto, Venonatus, and Vedion. If like PVP armors and stuff would come from them, or well, I don't know. In my eyes, literally just bring in a new NPC in like level forty wilderness in singles um, that has a one in ten k chance of dropping these things. Bam, Wildy's active. <laughs> I know that's a real super super simple thing, but. PVMers want it because they'd be really expensive. PKers want to go there because they'd want to get the items. And then PKers would also go there to get fights. How would that Obviously, work in singles? I'm just curious, like a boss that you're killing or something in singles. Well, it depends if it's a boss or if it's like an NPC. Oh, just like multiple NPCs that you can just yeah, kill? Yeah, I would... Because okay. I, I think before, I could be wrong. I think they came from revs. Um, the Yamas. Yeah, or the I'm revs sure. had a chance. I think it was like one in... It was, it was rare. But... I always like the idea of having something like that um, drop them, which is a really rare chance. And obviously drop some other stuff too. Um, if it's a boss, I would say multi would probably be better to try and revive multi. Maybe do both. Like some things from a multi big boss and some things from singles. Yeah. Um, 
But again, the issue with PvP weapons and why I was against it is they would be overpowered on fall-ins as they currently stand. Like a VLS. If yeah. if you're, you know, like a fall-in, like a 20-man people on one person. Yeah. If you can't see what they're using and you get VLS into a volley or a volatile staff into a VLS. You're fucked. That's a lot of damage. <laughs> it's um a lot a lot of damage and that's like before well i mean yeah like when when pvp armors come out it's gonna be even worse but like even crazier damage so i I would really be for i I don't know about the vls i I don't know if i'm for or against it to be honest um but i would be for pvp armors i would would like that yeah what what Uh, were the what would the armors like entail like what like what what do they have to have any unique effect or is it just yeah i better i believe it I believe it's, and <laughs> I always get so scared. You know, there's going to be like West Ham lurking in the chat or something, <laughs> like a little gremlin, be like, Dyer doesn't know what he's talking about. He sucks. <laughs> um, I was a noob back when these were a thing, but from my knowledge, I believe they gave like really good strength bonus, but they degraded. So mm. okay. it was something like you could do like 10,000 attacks with them and then they disappear. So disappear, again, so not even repair with money, just gone. I I think this I could I, I think you're I, I think, think you're right wrong. actually because I think they were trying um, to pull this kind of stuff or give like yeah I, I think yeah. you know, like do you, I don't know did you used to free spray PK and, or anything like back in the day with them corrupted weapons? No, I just right. Don't well, know in free spray you could get like a corrupted dragon battle axe, which would have the same effect as a dragon battle axe in free to play, which is obviously a really strong KO weapon. But after using it for thirty minutes, it would disappear. Oh um, wow, which is quite good because it kept them really expensive and really rare. There was there was like that that in itself was an item sink, you know. That's so interesting. Um, it's just like thirty minutes of combat, uh, thirty minutes of combat, or thirty minutes of just in-game time until the. I believe combat. So what what people would do would be using like a rune skim, and then for a care they quickly put the axe on and then take it off again because yeah. that was the timer. Um, interesting. But yeah, I, I I like that sort of stuff, and I think, for example, full status would fit in the game. Are, wait, with okay, that effect. Let me ask: Are these tradable or just untradable? You have to get them yourself. I would say tradable if not already broken. Okay. So, like, when as soon as you put them on, I believe it used to like quote unquote break or like degrade, and then they would become untradable. Okay. Um, but I think if you say you get one as a drop, I think that should be tradable for a PK who wants to buy it. And then if he wears it, he can't then trade it. Yeah, I think that would be the best way to go about it. Because then... I personally like that idea, but yeah. That's kind of cool. And I think it's... I mean, who the hell knows? Because every single weapon that everybody uses and every piece of armor comes from outside of the wilderness. Currently, you know, everyone's just using Ancestral, Crystal, and just all come from PVM encounters. I mean, I guess it would still be PVM, but it'd be cool to come from wilderness. I agree. Again, I would also say that is, and this is going back to what we spoke about for like an hour and a half ago at the very beginning when it was like, um, when we were talking about Wilde, um, as to like what's his downfall. It's the power creep because you want to keep, or Jagex keep adding cooler items for PVMers. Um, you can barrage like a 41 now, whereas before it was like a 30 was the max hit. Um, all of these new items that they sort of added, I just know because you mentioned ancestral and stuff, yep. you know. And with every update they add, it does affect PKN even without meaning to. Because... And Torva is going to be crazy, I think. Yeah. Because especially because you're saying like there's pretty much very little risk when you're an experienced PKer in the Rev Caves. 
People are going to be if, using Torva and shit with claws. If I was PKing off stream, I would be 100%, and this is going to sound cocky, but I would be 100% <laughs> confident I would not die with two brews. Like, Jesus Christ. You could bring that many switches. Obviously, there is an RNG effect if yeah. you get really unlucky and splash, but it is safe. On stream, you have to be cautious because, one, I'm on the normal spellbook, which I'm not as confident with. Um, and two, you know that a team is probably watching you to make one mistake and they will be on you. Yeah. Um, but yeah, as a whole in the caves, you are very, very safe if you know what you're doing, which I don't like because I could be working someone for five minutes, make them use 12 brews and then they catch one freeze on me and they're safe. Yeah. I hate that concept. <laughs> I I hate that concept. It's really never used to be like that and it shouldn't be. Yeah, um, that's, and that's why of... people peek over teams because it's not, it's so hard to guarantee a kill on your own in the caves. Yeah. Dude. I think I asked West Ham. I'm not sure. And I I have no fucking idea if this is a good idea or not. But I, I keep coming back to it. What if freezing wasn't a guarantee time? So it, like, differs. Like, you maybe there's so, still, like, a plugin that would tell you how long your freeze just hit. But, like, based on accuracy and all this other stuff and, like, a little bit of RNG, it would, you know, you'd freeze a guy. Like, let's just say you used Ice Barrage. It would be, like, in between five and however many seconds it is, 18 seconds or whatever. Or twenty four. Well, depending on what you hit. So what? Say you say you hit like a twenty. Yeah. Would they be frozen for twenty seconds? Uh, that sort of thing. I don't, I don't think it would even have to be based off damage. I just it could be. It could just be like just variation. Because right now it's like if you catch a freeze, it is guaranteed this much time. What if it just differs? I I bad? don't know. I I don't like the idea of increasing the RNG effect or factor. Um. Because it would it would slowly come down, you know, if your freeze lasts long enough to get a log out, as the current wilderness is, you know. Yeah, but is that like fair? Because I I feel like that's kind of like the downside is you you hit somebody down with ten like get them down to literally no food left, and then they catch a freeze on you, and then it's over. Like, yeah, no, and that is bad. But I think that's the issue with singles plus and the PJ mm-hmm. mechanic. I don't know if having the freeze thing would. Like, if, if I was in good gear and I kept catching freezes and they kept lasting for two seconds, I would be fuming. Um, <laughs> yeah. I don't know if that's necessarily a... It just comes down to more um, more RNG, you know? Yeah. Yeah, it's kind of interesting. I always just think about that. Or, like, okay, imagine this. What if there was an... I've mentioned this before. You probably already heard my idea. But what if it was a melt spell? That has a chance. I have no fucking idea how it would work, but a spell that can melt your freeze. So I, I there'll be people. There'll be people that would be for it. I am personally very against all of that stuff. Um, you know, Deadman with the relics. Yeah, I don't. I don't know what they the, had. Was that. there a relic that was like that? There was an anti-freeze relic. So if a team got on you, you'd be able to freeze and hug in past Deadman modes, and that's how you'd escape. This Deadman, they could use a relic. Or it's not a relic, a sigil. I don't know what they were called. Yeah. Um, where they would then become unfrozen. They would then. Is it a guarantee unfreeze though? Like guarantee, okay. but it had a cooldown. Okay. But they would then use that freeze you, hug you around a tree. Their teammate would get on who had another one. So you then freeze their teammate, but then he hasn't used his sigil, so it's not on cooldown. So he then uses it, and it just kept going like that, and it was impossible to escape. It was. Oh wow. This dead man was very hard. I, I barely left a bank, and I hate bank fights because it was. If a team wanted you dead, they could kill you. Um, Damn, Jesus! Which and, I didn't like the concept of. And fucking Darox hitting one forties and stuff. 
Yeah, yeah. Can we just talk yeah. about Dead Man for a little bit? Like, what? Okay. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> I want to hear about the last Dead Man. In fact, we could kind of like even go further back and say all of your experiences with Dead Man and which one was your favorite. But like, what did you think about latest Dead Man? I wasn't. I'll be completely honest. It was. I did enjoy up. You know, like the kind of uh, the fights up until the fina- up until the finale. Uh, but yeah. I didn't actually really watch the finale because it was just – it was a train wreck you, and I just kind of stopped watching. Yeah, you, you, I kind of <laughs> stopped watching, yeah. So. Um, Dead Man, I've, I've played every Dead Man. Um, I think I probably missed a couple when I had to like work full uh, – when I was working full-time like a few years ago. Um, but when, I remember when I first came out, I played in like a team and then I've, I've sort of played it as a streamer as well. Um, I love it. That, that's, that's what brought me back to the game because um, I was sort of done with PK, but I would always play Dead Man still back in like 2018 or whenever it was, 17, 18. Um, I think the last Dead Man, they tried. And again, I know I, in everything I say, I take my hats off to the J mods. They are trying with the best of their knowledge. It's just that they don't really have a PK J mod, you know? Yeah. Um, but that's the whole, that's a topic in itself, I guess. Um with this dead man, they tried to add loads of new stuff to keep it fresh. Um, and it did kind of work. I did quite enjoy using the relics and sigils and things. Um, but I do feel like it just sort of took away from what dead man really was originally. I wasn't, I wasn't a massive fan of this seasonal. It was fantastic to stream. And like I say, stream wise was great because everyone wanted to see it. Um, but I would, I much prefer the original dead man's the issue with the original dead man's is everyone just has it solved. Yeah. So it's like the whole, it's like the whole nostalgia thing we spoke about with the fire striking. You can never really go back. You can't make people forget how to play a game. Yep. Um, Dead Man worked so well, and I love it. But every Dead Man now, there's going to be that guy who has barrage within the first twelve hours in max gear <laughs> because they have it solved. Yeah. The the reason Dead Man was fun was because the first Dead Man I remember watching a boaty stream like a month in, and he was running around with a Mystics and a Cabo at Karumja. And he was killing everyone. He was like, oh my god, you know, this is fantastic. And it was fantastic. You could, be, you could put a magic short bow on and just go have a fun time because everyone else would be bad as well. Yeah. That doesn't happen now. Everyone gets slaughtered day one and then it's dead. <laughs> it's is there it's a, a hard one. Is there a way through, I don't know, item or gear restrictions that could kind of bring back the like simple fights and more fair or is that just they, stupid to restrict stuff and you should just allow? Well, they they done it. Have you have you played Dead Man? Have you ever played Dead Man before? I, okay, I played World Forty Five Dead Man when it was like first Oof. released. I played it for oh, that's good. I played it for like five or ten minutes and I died and I lost all my fucking stats. I was like, <laughs> shit, because yeah, I didn't know what I was doing was either. Oh, it's um, extremely harsh. Towards they yeah they used to do seasonals and I don't know how much you know about it, but they would be a Dead Man every three months. Um, for a few years and with every seasonal they would try something else and there was a few seasons where they put XP caps and gear caps in and I was working full time at the time and I really liked that idea and I don't know why they took that away um, basically again please tell me if you know uh, what I'm talking about like the, X- the gear caps and stuff yeah, yeah no I, I do know what you're talking about because I do so, kind of remember them. Rest- well, I know they like restricted Zora and Venom and other things like that. Yeah, yeah. Well, for chat, in case someone who doesn't know, it's basically for like the first week 
you weren't allowed to unlock ancients. Mm. So it limited people to be on the normal spellbook, which is a lot less efficient, obviously. And then the, at the end of the second week, they unlocked Barrows. So everyone was in Mystics for the first two weeks. And I think that definitely helped pro prolong it. Um, obviously, there's the people that want to know life it that hated it. And they really made that known. And that's why I think Jagat's got rid of it. But I think if you're looking at actual long term, and even for me now, I can know life it. But I would rather have more players and have like the caps. For like XP caps, I think you get 500,000 XP a day. Yeah. So... And then um, you could get like level fifty mage, and then that was you done for the day. And then you'd go around PKM with like Ivan's blast, having yeah, fun, and I, that was fantastic. I feel like that's a great thing. And in fact, if you know life, you're just you're all. I mean, of course, you're not getting the advantage of having higher skills and stuff, but like at least you get to enjoy so much more PKing. Yeah, that's know. why I feel like the people who know life did basically were saying like there's no reason to you know it's not a grindy game anymore. We don't like it, which uh, I massively disagree with because. You can grind your stats, and there was no cap on the skills. It was just combat stats. So you could, you know, if you want to get 99 agility, go for it, and then you have the shortcuts and things. Um, but also, if you grinded, say, Iron Blast, and you could go PKM for the first day, you could still PKM and make loads of money, which would then make you more powerful when them unlocks come out, because you'd be rich, you know? That's true. Um, yeah, that I think sounds it like was, the best of I think that was worlds. perfect. Yeah. I think that was perfect, but obviously it wasn't, because they stopped it. But yeah. Yeah, I think it's... that does work, and I I agree on both sides, though. I agree that RuneScape has always been whoever puts in the most fucking hours is the best. Like, yeah, you just, yeah. If you but... want to sacrifice your sleep and everything, like, you... and that's kind of like the the nature of Dead Man. Although, I will say I, I lean toward more of like the XP capping and stuff, like you said. I think that just sounds more fun. With a game of Dead Man, it's you have to cater to the people who work because they are the majority of people who play the game. Yep. So if you want to get it live, you have to make it so they want to play. Um, and the last day, it, they simply didn't want to because they have a shift and they'd come back and they'd see a bit of running around with Zuriel staff on Barrage and they'd be like, why am I going to start fire striking people? Um, they're not, you know? Yeah. It's, I think the caps worked well because, again, I worked at the time. I worked full time, but I still love Dead Man because I would get on in the evening. I would cap out my stats and then on my days off, I would go PK because I was as best as I could be still. Um, yeah, that just sounds to perfect. Else. I don't know. That sounds pretty good. Do you think the cap should have been raised? Do you think that was part of the issue that it was only 500k or do you think that was like I the am- perfect benchmark? Honestly, I thought it was perfect because it meant for the first few days you had these unique builds, like because you had to think about what you wanted to prioritize. Because you could only get 500k. Did you want to get range? Did you want to get melee? Did you want to get mage? Um, it just made it so much more technical, and I think that's better because it st- it still favored the smarter player, but it also favored the noob. That's it's... true. Damn, that actually does. Was that a successful dead man mode? Like, did they most had it people for a enjoy? While. Yeah, they had it for a while, um, and then I stopped playing, I want to say 20, and again, my dates are all horribly wrong, yeah. um, and I am very scared that people were going <laughs> to flame me for it. Um, I want to say 2018, um, I didn't really play for a year, um, and I believe it stopped. I don't know why it stopped, but that was, yeah, it was every three months, and then I come back, and it. I'm pretty sure I caught the last one of the three months, um, and then it just, yeah, it went away, but... I think it went away because Jaggets were throwing twenty. I think it was twenty thousand uh, dollars every tournament, every three months, which is obviously a lot of money. Yeah. Um, I truly believe 
90%, and this is me just throwing a random number out there, but we'll go with it because it sounds good. Um, 90% of people would play Seasonal Deadman if there was no prize pool. I think most people play it for fun. Yeah, I don't think anybody... I mean, the, maybe the diehards go for it, but like... If if they had it... So, like, they had the seasonals every three months, had the XP caps, um, and then at the end, they still done the tournament thing, but instead of making it a big thing with the 20,000, if they done, like, the winner gets, like, this item that no one else can get, I think people would still play that, like a lot of people. Yeah, so just, um, like, just like a cosmetic like a cosmetic, for the main game? Yeah, like, like, a, like a crown with a stone yeah. or something. I, I don't know. People, I mean, um, collection like log first, people would get... freak out. They'd be like, why can't yeah. I get one? <laughs> <laughs> but no, it, it could be like, if you qualify for the tournament, you will get like this unique cape or something. And if you come first, you get like this crown with like a gold skull. I or, think I that's know, fucking dope, like that. yeah. Um, and I think people would still play that. They don't have to throw, because I'm assuming that's the reason it stopped, because it wasn't worth it for them to throw 20,000 or however much it was every three months, which is perfectly fair in my eyes. I, I think um, they were like more than profiting. I think the main is well again i have no idea either but i don't think twenty thousand is that much when you think about maybe how much the player base is like growing yeah because well, of it. i don't know you you got again it's you go into this past dead man they had one hundred thousand viewers on twitch old yeah. school the game yeah. during the 1v1s sadly that was a hundred thousand people seeing what a train wreck it was <laughs> every but, time um uh. it was you know, that, that shows that there is that interest, and I do think Deadman is such a unique thing, and I think having the XP caps, having it every three months would work still. I don't know why they don't do that. They're sort of sitting on a gold mine. They don't have to give loads of money away. Um, they're just not doing it, <laughs> and it angers me, but yeah. Yeah, that's... Uh, who fucking knows how much time it takes to, like, make a, a nice Deadman or something, like, if time allocation, but I will say, like, it, it fucking pops off every time. Even with the disastrous stuff that goes on with those finales, it's still just absolute content. I fucking love it. Yeah, I agree. And I think the only reason Jagged Sea is a foul is because they put so much on the line every time. Yeah. Um, I feel like if it was seen, and I know for a fact West Ham's going to hate me for this because he wanted he want, uh, a stage was like old school to be like an eSport and stuff. But I think if they see Deadman as more of just like a fun thing every three months, I don't think people will care if it messes up. You know, if you're playing for like a little cosmetic thing, um, I think it would just be a really good two, three weeks every every three months. A, good, a nice break. Yeah, um, I, I think I agree with you. I think that would be just no prize pool or anything. Just let players fuck around and have fun every three months. Yeah, and then maybe do one once a year where it is serious, but then have like the other three. Say every three months, three for trials and then one serious. And the three trials would you'd like to think would make the serious one go smoothly. Because they've had the three trials. Yeah. Um, True. Damn, we should work for Jagex. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I always think about, like, how cool would it be to, like, work for Jagex and be able to, like, share your ideas. But then at the other time, like, at, thinking of, like, how it would really go down is you're working at Jagex yeah. and they're like, oh, we got to work on this new fishing boss. Shut up about your ideas. We got to get this shit out. We got to make money. <laughs> like, God damn I, I feel bad for Jmod. I do. Um, you know they try. Um, I know. they. Really everyone do. knows they try. And they get so much hate and flame. And I'm sure there's so many in-house reasons why they don't do stuff. Yeah, no, I mean, I I will say this, like, just straight up. Every community's toxic. Like, they have their toxic things. But, I mean, bro, it's got to be so tough for J-Mods to really give a fuck about PvP when the the PvPers on Twitter, and, like, I'm not saying everyone is this way, but 
generally what you're seeing is PVPers just fucking flaming uncontrollably about things. Like yeah. That. It's like, well, why would you want to cater to that if, like, you're just getting flamed, like, all the, the time? It's the teams, and, like, again, I won't call out any teams because I can't be asked to get, like, DDoSed and doxed by them because that's the sort of thing they do. If you call them out, they'll yeah. start coming for you, you know? Um, but, like, they'll be on Twitter, and they'll all be, like just hit this person offline, you know, we win again, and then they kill pick, and then the chat's all full of, like, racist remarks, and then they're being like, yeah, I prank called their nan, and it's like, yeah, whatever, Jesus you know, Christ. like, why Why are people going to want to buy into that? They, they ruin it for themselves. It's, yeah. And again, it's, it's not bad. everybody, so I, I hate to stereotype it, like, that is a lot of what we see. Even, like, they even made a fucking post about it, saying, like, we're trying to talk to these PvP communities, but like they're not fucking giving us, like I don't know, they're not giving us respect. So fuck them, basically. Like, well, the thing is, is yeah, because the the teams, and it's not so much a thing now, but like last year when like the fallings that were a thing, the teams hated each other, and I mean hated because, and it would go to IRL. Like there was a situation which, again, I'm not going to say what teams or whatever were getting yeah. like sent things to their families' front doors, like uh it's just toxic you know very very toxic so to get them in like a call with each other is never a good idea um yeah that sounds horrible yeah it's as a streamer obviously you just have to stay out of all that stuff but i wonder if that's kind of why they're promoting like more singles stuff is to very possibly separate that who knows very possibly um which sucks because at the end it's an mmo you know you should be able to play with your mates but yeah there's always there's always that exception <laughs> yeah that's just unfortunate especially like for you and like other people that just want to have fun and want to see the game thrive and then like just seeing your own like <laughs> fucking people just tear it down it kind of sucks it's it's always a hard because i'm all for like trash talk and stuff i think that's healthy in yeah the, the competition with it and like, just everything yeah you know, get getting someone and then like call tell them to sit. You know, is you feel you feel cool. You know, yeah. but there's there's limits to it, and people like to break the limits every single time. Yeah. Okay, here's a interesting question: Was uh, what sigil? So this is coming from James. What sigil from DMM Reborn would you like to see implemented to the main game or World Forty Five? Um, I don't know if I'm a massive fan of the sigils to be bought in. What what were the best um, ones for its time, like in your opinion? Like for, I, I would say things I think like things like Rampage I don't know, do you know this like Rampage, do you know the sigils by name or should I, like, I yeah, you'd have to explain them to me. Like yeah. I know majority of them, but I don't know the names of them. All good. So Rampage basically, every time you attack someone with a different style, you got like a it started off as five percent, but then it went to three percent damage boost on your next attack, capping at twenty five percent. So if you kept switching the styles, you'd get a twenty five percent damage increase. Fuck which <laughs> i would like i wouldn't like to see that in the main game <laughs> yeah, that would be... um but things like there was menace in mage for example where at a chance at like a 10 percent chance to proc and it would do 12 damage to them in two so it'd be like two 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 okay. and it would heal you for the damage dealt stuff like that i think you know wouldn't break the game i personally don't want to see it but i, I wouldn't be opposed to that you know yeah um but yeah some of the overpowered ones no thank you yeah, I, I just think, like, how how interesting would it be if it was, like, some place in the wilderness, like, an excluded area that was, like, you go in there, you're still risking all your shit, but there's, like, sigils and stuff you can enjoy just in that one little area. Or I don't know. I don't know. I just think of, like, little, 
I think Woody in its prime, that would be fantastic. But again, it goes back to the fact you, in my eyes, the way to quote unquote fix the Woody is you don't want to add these new areas because it just spreads them out. You just need to go back to basics. You know, take some stuff out, give people a reason to want to go in the Woody because there's no reason for that, and then build from there, and then start adding some stuff once that community is rebuilt. Um, I feel like adding it now is like splitting the three PKers up to two and one is, you know. <laughs> yeah. So uh, let me ask you this then. Are you a fan of, I think Abyss was the one that I saw it from, but I think he worked on it with multiple people that extended wilderness up up above uh, 50 wilderness? Like new... Yes and no. Um, so is that good for later idea. on, but just not right now? I think the reason I like it is it was giving people, again, giving people, my whole push is people need a reason to go into an area where they can be attacked and killed. Why would you do that? You know, in that post, there was many different locations that gave many different things that gave you a reason to go in as a PVM or a PKer to enjoy it. I like that aspect. I don't really like the thought of making the wilderness bigger at the moment because, well, yeah. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, because because of how it is. Um, I think if there was a way to sort of intermix them by taking a lot of the stuff in the wilderness at the moment that's dead content out and putting some new fresh stuff in, I think it would be perfect. That's true. Um, so keeping the same land mass, but just replacing the shit with the good stuff. Yeah, yeah. And uh, I, I genuinely think at the moment, removing some of the things from the wilderness would benefit him more than adding more. Um, what are some things you'd like to see removed? Ferox. Ferox. So, so is like, that simply because it's just like it's like removing activity from Edgeville? Kind of No, it's it's a safe zone in a dangerous place. Like you, but you, you don't can't... have to be scared at level twenty wilderness anymore because you can just run to Ferox. But whereas... don't like but I, I thought you couldn't oh wait, wait, is it just if you're T beat or is it if you're under attack you can't enter? Just if you're T beat. Just if you're T beat. So yeah, that's still as a thing because obviously most people would teleport at that point anyway. Um, but it just, it makes, it's a hard one to explain. It makes the, I don't know how to word it. <laughs> it. It makes the whole experience just different because you know Ferox is safe. Even if you get TB'd, you know you can get your mates to Ferox and they can come and save you straight away, okay. you know? Yeah. It's like a safe area. Even if you can't access it, you can get help there um, easily and fast. That's true. It's, I don't like... It's the same with the whole teleports in the wilderness. Like, back in... I sound like an old man. Back in the day, if you was deep wilderness, it wasn't easy to get there and, and back, you know? Yeah. Um, when did whereas those, now, like... there's teleports everywhere. You, as, soon as, as soon as someone needs help, they ping Discord, <laughs> and 20 people are there to help them. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> it's, uh, it, uh, yeah, I would love to see Ferox gone. I'd love to see some of the bosses gone that are kind of dead content, to be honest. Um... Or re- reworked, you know, like get rid of the dragon pickaxes, put in a PvP armor, um, yeah. something like that. Yeah, I think there just needs to be that reason. Has to be that reason. I think we all have to come in with uh, like the community as a whole has to kind of like see the wilderness as I don't know. Just try not to go off. I don't know. I, I think we just need like a refresher, sort of like what you're saying is like kind of like rebuild from the from the bottom don't get too attached to old ideas or old content and stuff like 
I don't know. Yeah, it's, it's just tough. It's a very tricky one because, like I said earlier, I would love it if they removed everything they've ever added from old school. And I might be very one of few people there. Um, it's just, I, you just wanna, to you give the wilderness the... A, a real chance, like they have to like clear out some of the garbage. If they'd done it now, it wouldn't work. If they cleared it, because it's, in my opinion, it's too late. A large majority of PKs have quit, gone to servers, you know, whatever. Yeah. But if they never added stuff, I still think it would be thriving. But obviously you can never know that. That's just like, uh, you know... Um, but it's, it's a hard line between keeping the old school feel, but also realizing now Woody is dead. It's a fact that there is no reason, you know, you have to make it, you've got to give people incentives. You have to make it good money. And Woody has always thrived from that predator versus prey thing that I know a lot of people do not like. Um, but in my eyes, that is what the wilderness is. The prey go in to make some money, which and most of them get out, which is good for them. Um, and the times they don't, the PK then gets the money, and then it's good for them. Um, but yeah. It's... Yeah, I, I think that's a fair dynamic. And I know we're just kind of... I'm, I'm kind of just briefly going to go back to the PK skull prevention. I don't think that's taken oh, away from it. No, I no, I, I don't think that... that is directly. Yeah. I don't think that is at all. Um... Here, l- let me... Uh, let me talk about this real quick so hobbit brought up a uh twitter topic one of them was like how would you fix pvp i think we've kind of been talking about that just recently so let me skip to the second one he says what direction do you see pvp go in the next few years so with everything that's happening not in a perfect world but like realistically in the next three years like where do you see pvp headed um it's hard to like sort of describe like without like and a graph where I can be like, this is what the people are like. But Woody isn't in a good spot at the moment, like at all. I would say like he was ranking out of 10. I would give it a two at the moment. <laughs> T- 10 being like peak Woody. Yeah. Um, and two being like yeah. absolutely yeah. dog crap. <laughs> but um, if it's... It's hard. If it keeps going the way it's going, and I, I personally... It comes down to preference. Yeah, it does come down to preference. If they add singles plus, I do believe it is going to plummet even more because it's just going to be stale. It's going to be the same thing, the same type of fights, day in, day out. Everyone. You can't have fun with your mates anymore. Yeah. Um, but I know JMod is seeing that as like they're trying to revive it. You know, they're trying to add some. I've had mod uh, Aiza in my chat before, and I love Aiza. I have no flame to him whatsoever. Um, but he was talking about how singles plus is obviously a good idea because of revs right now and how active they are but that was because my counter of the fee. To that, yeah my counter to that is the reason revs are good at the moment is because it's good money for pvmers and that starts the food chain back up i don't think singles plus has an effect on that at all personally yeah but you're um, probably fucking right because look at multi-revs it was fucking thriving i mean yeah a shit ton of people were there all the time it's like we said with the Ankus. If you, if you, or not Ankus, if you made a new boss and gave it good money as the current wilderness i am telling you it will thrive but I just don't think Jamos want to do that, um, which is a shame because that is what the wilderness always has been. Um, yeah. I, but yeah, in answer to the question, I think if we keep going in the direction it's going, it's not looking good. But the rev update, I do not want to come across as a hypocrite, was a good update. Um, increasing the GP, you know, it's increased activity, it's made streaming fantastic, which then promotes PvP more, I guess. Um yeah, I think but they yeah. really killed it with the rev update. I think like those drop tables are very balanced. It's not crazy it's... GP per hour, 
but it's yeah, like it's, just it, enough to like bring people there it, it is it's, it's it's very good gp per hour but you have to weigh up the fact that people will be doing tank tests will be getting attacked yeah will, you know yep um yeah like yeah. i think because uh my thing was like i made five mil an hour without any like crazy uniques or anything i think i got one like two mil thing but yeah. that's pretty fucking good and like i don't know i don't really know what's good gp per hour like what what limit is it like when people say it's good gp is it like two mil an hour like i'm just I'm trying to think of like what noobs or just what any player yeah, thinks I, is good gp per hour it's changed and it back back before, like before old school like killing green dragons was good gp per hour yeah. um, <laughs> and then now they've added like zora vorky yeah did, uh, question did you watch boaties video he done yes um, the one where he's running Artie or not Artie. yeah the uh, uh sears, sears i think yeah but, sears yeah. yeah um and he was giving his views i agree with pretty much everything he said there um in terms of like the bosses and how like they 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 should in my opinion, every boss should work like Nightmare, where they're outside of the wieldy, where they're bad money per hour, but then the the uniques are insane, you know? Yeah. Um, And then I think the wieldy stuff should be constant GP per hour. And then, because the reason constant GP works per hour in the wieldy is because the PKers then get something. If, you, if, you, if you're going for uniques in the wieldy, the PK don't get, doesn't get it. Um, whereas if it's constant GP, obviously they then drop that constant GP that they've been getting. I actually think um, that's a really good idea and they could literally just basically change that, like keep revs as they are and fucking nerf the hell out of Vorkath and other really yeah. consistent moneymakers because yeah, no, I, I completely it agree. Is, it's You then get the angry PVMers like, don't you nerf PVM just because PVP is dead? And like, I, I see that, but I just think it's healthier for the game. If every boss outside of the world, had its uniques, incredibly high price but it wasn't good GP per hour. Yeah. Like God Wars Dungeon used to be. You know, God Wars has never been like, oh, you're going to get three mil an hour there, you know? Yep, you're going to get was... dog shit that you're not even going to pick up until you get that unique. Yeah, it was nothing. And then you got a hill and you'd be over the moon. And I loved that. Whereas now everyone's like, okay, I need 10 mil. I'm going to go Vorkath for two, three hours. Yeah. I don't know how much it I, is. And, I um... think I think a big issue with Vorkath, and just talking about Vorkath specifically, is like it doesn't even have that good of uniques. And the one unique that it does have, a Skelly Visage, is like extremely rare. And it's not yeah. even like that good to like warrant. Obviously, it would all. The uh, Giants will never do that. I doubt they would do that because they, it's changing the whole game. It's too much of a risk for that. Dude, I'm not even going to um, lie though. Vorkath has been OP since release. And I've always been a fan of like two ideas. One is like give it keys almost to unlock vorkath which a lot of people aren't a big fan of i was always like let's just say you have to kill normal blue dragons to get a key to unlock vorkath people aren't a big fan of that the other thing is just get rid of the double roll just make it one roll per kill like why yeah, the hell? Like, I, it's I, so busted right now i don't actually know what the gp per hour is at vorkath but now but i know in the past i'm pretty sure it's been like five mil four mil an hour right yeah no it was pretty fucking hefty for a while i don't know yeah. exactly what it is it's out pretty sure it's at least three mil still like easy from a very low skill boss that's completely safe i think that's ridiculous and you can just camp um, it forever and like there's you just you just go there like you don't need to kill minions like god wars or anything it's just simple you just go there whenever you want the counter argument i always get is you have to do a quest for it but 
I don't think that's an argument. That's like not anyone an can do quests. That's not you know? an argument. Yeah. <laughs> when I've said it with revs before. It's like well, revs shouldn't be this much money because uh, you you can go there forever. You don't have to do quests. And I'm like, oh no, quests. Like you can literally just grind out quests for a couple of weeks and you're done forever. Yeah. It's it's now, not like okay. So revs right now GP per hour is right on the fucking money. It's like perfect. I used to feel guilty. So. The reason I know it's perfect is because there's st- it's good enough for me to like want to go out there if I needed money, which I don't. But it's not to the point where I feel guilty for not being out there because it's so fucking good. Like that's how I used to feel yeah. about multi revs. Like if I wasn't there, I'm just wasting time. Like time is money. <laughs> yeah. Like go out there at all times. No, I fully agree. I think it's in a good spot. Um, I what I, what I would like to see is more spots around the wilderness like revs. Yeah, um, no, we're, I, we're like different different sort of drops. You know, like re- re- revs have their relics. Maybe not as overpowered, but a bit safer. Um, like just different spots like that. And then before they add the singles plus update and just see what happens with the world. And I'm telling you, it would be revived. But we all know Jagex aren't going to do that. <laughs> but um, yeah, it's, it fucking sucks when you have <laughs> these good ideas. Yeah. Just like, you just know nothing's going to come of it. But like it... it's they're, they're, they're set on singles plus. You know they are, yeah. they they've seen revs as a success for singles plus, so they're set on it. Dude, um, I think I, I think I'm. Shame. I think I'm coming back to that conspiracy of them just trying to like dismantle teams. Like the, I'm sorry, yeah. like that, that really does sound <laughs> like what they're trying to do. I, again, and they're, they're trying their best, but I, this comes back to them not having a mod who enjoys the wilderness. Yeah, I think they probably have some that have an idea of PvP, but it's very different from wilderness PKing and edge ditch as PvP worlds. Um, there's more teams now than there ever has been, <laughs> ever in the singles plus. They're just smaller and more efficient. Yep. Um. But they just overlook that. They're like, yeah, you know, we favor the single play. No, you don't. You, you know, I, if I want to go PK with some people from my community now, I can't go to singles plus because you can't have fun with it. But equally, you can get killed by a team. It's, it's the worst of both outcomes. Yeah, that's, that's, I'm glad I'm listening to your point of view on it because I, I don't, I feel like I've always kind of been confused whether singles plus is good or not. No, it's just, it's, it's really, <laughs> no, yeah. No. No, it isn't. But no, some people do like it, and I I don't like them people. No, it's a it's a hard one. <laughs> yeah, it's a hard one. Okay, here here's another thing that he asks is, do you agree with the statement people have become so good at PvP, the skill cap is so big, PvP won't ever work out? So people that think like, like it's too late to kind of like join in. Yes, I agree that the skill cap is a lot higher now because it's the same with Dead Men. It's solved. Everyone knows the best stuff to use. Um, comparing it to how it used to be, there used to be very few people that used to watch like YouTube videos. So people would just be going out and trying it. People would like peek over rubber chickens and be like, oh, does this hit? You know? Mm-hmm. Um, whereas it's very solved now. But I also believe it's a lot easier to get into PK at the moment with things like Last Man Standing. Um, it you can sort of you can you can get a basic skill level a lot faster than you could before um with that though i think the only reason that's an issue at the moment with the skill gap is because it's only the real veterans and the professional quote unquote professional pkers um are the ones that are left because all the others have quit gone to servers gone to pvm loads of other stuff i think Again, it, 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 uh, I don't. I don't want to sound like a broken record, but I feel like if you fix the wildy and make it active, decent money, I think you will start seeing a lot more newer PKers back there, 
which will then decrease the skill gap because there's a lot more noobs, if that makes sense. Yeah, Um, I agree. It's just the community at the moment is very, very stale. It's the same professionals. They keep fighting professionals, so they get better. And the one little poor guy who comes to try and learn gets destroyed because the only people he's fighting are 1013s, you know? Yep. Um, but yeah, so I went off a bit of rant there. But yeah, that's, no, it's... That's my I, main point, I'm, you know? I'm agreeing with you, honestly. I think that that is just... There needs to be incentive and uh, there needs to be more reason to be out there in the first place. Yeah. Okay, here's another question from James. I'm not exactly sure... What, oh no, James! I know who that is. I think uh, he's he's asking <laughs> what is what is one item that you wish got nerfed or buffed more. So I guess just PvP. Okay, I don't even know. That's a normal. I wasn't expecting a normal question. To yeah. be honest, I was I, I was scared of what was coming then. Um, <laughs> I don't know dins. I'm not a fan of the dins. Um, I can be in max gear and I'm talking 600 mil to one bill risk with protect item on. Um against someone in double black dehyde and a dins and they will tank me easily <laughs> i i think it's incredibly strong for zero risk maybe if you made dins like a mace where you had to have like ether or some sort of thing in it which made people risk a bit more yeah um well let me give a counterpoint like it's zero risk but like they are not like attack like they can't really attack but i mean i guess they kind of can now that, that, that is true that is true that, that that's the point of it you know it's meant to be very tanky yeah. but then your default is you can't attack back um but i don't think people are aware how broke it is i will be in max mage and someone will have a dins on and double d hide and i will splash yeah. from level 50 wilderness to the ditch because <laughs> it, it, it's it doesn't have any mage defense anymore though does it so that's just the black no, d hide talking but like but the, yeah i, I think because it's so tanky, I think it should be true to the triangle. Because it's insanely tanky at melee and range, I think it should have like negative fifty mage bonus. Um, yeah, uh, you know, like for example, like Torag Plate Body, it is very tanky, but then it has a lot of negative mage. Yeah. Dins doesn't have that. Yeah, um, I, it's just zero, correct? Like it's just it's just I, zero. There I is no negatives, it, correct? Or does it have a little bit of negative right now? I can't even remember. Um, I want to say they. It used to be zero. But I know sure they, they crazily buffed the range defense, so that's massive now. But that is what it should be. The... I'm, I'm looking at the stats, and I'm just depressed. <laughs> right, so... Let's look it up to. 106 stab, 109 slash, 109 crush, negative 10 mage, okay, and plus 148 range. Um, yeah. I personally I... think this would be more balanced if that mage was, like, minus 50. <laughs> So that if you had a dins, yeah. you would be tanky, but you would all, always be frozen like I'm whenever be, they wanted to catch it. I'm going to be completely honest. I actually fucking think this is so balanced right now, but I do totally agree. Well, here's the reason I kind of think it's balanced is because it doesn't actually have any damage reduction in PvP. Right. So if it, had, right. if it had damage reduction, I would think it's slightly OP at that point. But like there still is, you still have total max hit potential. I know it doesn't hit often at all but like i I, don't know i I think i I think it's that you can you can count it's technical weakness there is minus 10 mage yeah you can counter that by putting on black dehyde easily yeah so what i don't know minus 50 is way aggressive but i i don't know i can (laughs) kind of see like minus 20 being like it's absolute limit like i would actually be okay if it was minus 20 but the the issue is like I'm sorry, like, the issue is, is, they fucking came out with a door shield, 
Like, yeah. What, yeah. Like, what was this? Like, bro, you're trying. Like, I don't know if this was supposed to be just killing off, like, interaction with, like, PvP I mean, or something. Like, it's I one item as well. It's, like, for it's example, so if you want to be tanky um, wear full Torak, you know, that would be, like, three items. Yeah, or this wear a one. Staff of the Dead and, like, a Ellie or something. Like, that's two, but now you just have. Yeah. This is one incredibly, incredibly overpowered item that and super cheap. They just keep. Um, I do like the idea of giving it some sort of ether or scales, or where you need like a thousand to activate it, and then if you die, you lose the thousand. Um, yeah, that, I think that would actually be kind of cool if you charged it with like even runes or something. You had to charge it with like a yeah. thousand or like two thousand soul runes, or I don't know, just something like just, just anything. Mm-hmm. I am tell you what, I am tired of killing people in rev caves with a blowpipe and a dins and getting like 5k <laughs> it's it takes like five minutes to kill them and it's just so painful and then they're, they're sitting behind the dins and they're like lol get good kid and it's like bro you're just standing there with the dins what do you mean i, I i'm sorry that's fucking that's, jesus christ i just hit that stand hopefully that wasn't too loud uh <laughs> I think that's funny as fuck, though. I'm going to be honest. Like, seeing it from uh, the, the PBMers side telling you guys to sit <laughs> is just so funny because they're actually, like, just zero skill whatsoever just holding a door. But I'll yeah, be honest. I mean, they think they're so skillful. And it's like, oh, just take your shield off. Just the, the thing, Right. There's a new craze at the moment, okay? Okay. Where PKers, not PKers, PVMers, and I kind of don't want to say this because I'm scared that people are going to use it against me yeah. and I'm going to see it more. But they will bring a Torak Helm, Torak Plate Body, Torak Plate Legs, and a Dins. And they will camp Prey Mage, and they will not change their prayer, and you cannot kill them. <laughs> you can't. They are immortal. Um, because they're always Prey Mage, you can only half TB them. Yeah. And no matter how much damage you do in two and a half minutes, you will not kill them. It's impossible. And I do not like how that is a thing. <laughs> See, I'll be, I'll be, as a counterpoint, I just love to just counter these things. Is like, he's out there, or that person's out there, and they are using everything they can to just not die. And I honestly think, you know what? You've proven your point. I'm just going to fucking off you because this is just like, you are now just a, a moving boulder right now. And I'll, you know what? Just, it's not even fucking worth me even looking at you to even yeah. attack. So, yeah, no. And- it, yeah. it incentivizes the risk and reward again, which is good. You know, if you risk more, you're tankier. I like that concept, but I but just it think it's crazy. stupidly broken at the moment. <laughs> okay, here was actually a topic. Uh, I actually don't know if this was... Let me try to find this real quick. I can't remember if this was on the topics or something I just read somewhere else, but it was something like, if you prayed the wrong thing, you would take more damage instead of just not praying at all. So, like, if you were praying mage only, then, like, the other person's, like, then your melee defense actually gets, like, anti-defense. Like, it, like it gets worse. Or, what am I even trying to say? Basically, like... Yeah, no, no, I know what you yeah, mean. You so, if I mean. you pray the wrong thing, you get penalized for it, basically. Yes, more. Yes, yeah. Um, I personally like idea, because I like to think of myself as kind of good at PKing, but I thinking that from a community point of view, I wouldn't like that, because I think it just makes the skill gap even harder. Um, that's true it makes it harder for the newer pk you know yeah i th- i think for the most part i'm against it but it's still kind of a it's cool idea because it's like think of that yeah. that situation where the dude's praying mage the whole time it's like then he's more vulnerable 
and his yeah, the bow starts hitting fifties. Yeah, yeah, something <laughs> but, stupid um, like that. No, it's definitely it's an interesting idea, but I do think uh, it has more negatives than positives. Yeah, I think I think you're right. Okay, I've just seen. Um, I know again. No, I don't go, want to go for get you it. off topic. Uh, on Twitter, they just made a post about a PvP team or something. Um, it's coming to Jagex. I, I don't know. Oh shit! Um, like uh. Like they're being flown out or something to talk or what? I'm confused. <laughs> no, no, no. Sorry. They're, they're, uh, from what I can see, because I was sort of reading and talking, so I might have got the wrong end of the deal. Um, but like they're redoing their teams to have more people focus on PvP things. Oh, okay. I was com- I thought they were flying out of fucking PvP. No, it's the way I said it. That way, it, it was me. That way it wasn't yeah. you. <laughs> yeah. um, but it sounds, I haven't read it properly, but it sounds kind of hopeful. I just saw it because I just refreshed Twitter. I think the um, cool thing is, like, with how many mistakes Jagex makes, I think they're improving each time. And it might be very, very, very small steps in regards to PKing. I don't really know. But I, I see it, like, for PBM and other updates they do. It's, like, every year they're getting a little more just – they know what works <laughs> and what doesn't work. But I feel like sometimes, a lot of the time, PvP-related, the updates are a big miss of their intention. But I do believe they always mean well. Like, Yeah. And that's... especially certain mods, Aiza, I think he he's seen as like the PvP guy now, in, in a lot of people's eyes anyway. Um, he tries his best, and I massively respect that. He does miss sometimes, but having someone like try, and even uh, mod like, She's been in my Twitch chat before asking for like feedback and just things like that. It's so nice to see because um, I think that's very rare. Um, you, you get that. Like people who genuinely, you do think they do care about the game yeah. and they do want people's inputs. Um, I just feel like there is sometimes from what they get told to what comes out, it gets lost a little bit along the way, which probably isn't their fault, you know? Um, yeah. yeah. Just, just kind of, piggybacking on the uh just the j mods being great they really fucking are they really try and it's apparent that they're trying like mod light especially goes out of her fucking way to just do anything for the community basically like try to understand and try to do something about it yeah so yeah well i say she's uh messaged me before asking i think it was when the singles plus blog was released and i was like flaming it on twitch trying to sound like all cool and then she came in my chat and i absolutely crap myself i was like oh no <laughs> oh god but, um, yeah. no it's good it is it's good to see because yeah. they they genuinely do want feedback um it's just i think they've got to get a little bit better at the process from then getting that feedback and then implementing it in game in some way um but yeah it's uh it's it's, it's definitely a positive to see that yeah. I, I've noticed. I've. I, I feel like I'm gonna watch this back, and I'm just gonna say, "But yeah, 50 million times." I feel like I've said that far too much. <laughs> there, there's always like a few little sayings or a few little uh, filler words that I use all the time, and it's so fucking painful <laughs> to listen back. I can't listen to my own podcast back. It's. It's just. I'm scared. So painful. Um. Here's just a little shout out from Mandrew. I just escaped Dino this morning. This was. This is two days ago. <laughs> At the Rev Caves. That was some scary shit, him being an ancestral and Bofa and Volatile. I'm so glad he didn't have a team. I suppose my question is, when are you going to get 89 agility? I I am very much at a time at the moment with the game that I want to... 
switching, and this is more like a personal uh, thing, switching to full-time streaming from doing it part-time as fun is actually very, not challenging, but it's, it's a change, you know? Yeah. Um, so I try, and again, this is probably far too deep of an answer for what the question was actually intended, but I try now to play very little off-stream so that when I play on-stream, I really enjoy it. Does that make sense? Because otherwise yeah. it feels like it's all I do. That makes um, total sense. And when I play, I now, because I play for less time, I want to make sure I'm doing something I enjoy and I play for fun. I do not enjoy running around the rooftops. <laughs> I, uh, I, am, I am lacking in the skill department, that is for sure. But um, that is my reason to it. I, I, I really enjoy PK inside of the game and I have done for a while. So when I log on, I want to make sure I'm trying to PK. Um, but that does have disadvantages because the amount of people that escape me with them things and then I get flamed, you know, it's, it's, my, it's my own fault. But yeah, that's that's my reason for it anyway. Yeah, I think that's totally yeah. fair. I'm. You know what's funny is I'm literally running rooftops right now. Just fucking. <laughs> Don't like, know how you do it. Don't know how you no, do no, it. no, no, no. I can't run rooftops if I'm not doing a Sabercast. I ref- everybody. Okay, so I I just imagine my YouTube audience sees like the Sabercast that they're actually watching it. They're seeing me do all these like absolutely horrible, tedious grinds. But dude, it's because. I'm doing the say because I don't even think of this. This is the perfect time for all those listening. Do your most absolute AIDS grinds while you're listening or, I mean, it's better yeah. when you're actually talking. No, not going to lie. I've just, I feel, I feel like I've missed out on some agility XP. I feel like I should have been doing this. <laughs> yeah. I was too scared. I was like, no, I'm going to, I'm going to fully focus, you know? And, uh... Yeah, no, this is literally why every single cast has some like really tedious, just boring skilling because it's the perfect time to do it. I yeah, haven't even noticed any of this sense. time fly by. So. Especially with you, you're so used to doing that podcast and stuff now. It just comes naturally, so you can sort of chill. I'm yeah. over here, like, shaking, like, <laughs> oh, my God, what place? <laughs> I will you be know? honest, though. Every single guest I have on, for the majority, I still get, like, nervous. It's not – it's just – I mean, think about you. Like, you literally stream every single day. Like, Yeah, I guess, I guess it's the same for streaming. I never – like, whenever I push that stream, I'm like, uh, but then as soon as you do it, it just yeah, goes away, you know? Yeah. No, that, that's the same thing here. Like, I, I think it's, like, the buildup of it. Like, if I've never talked to somebody, like, I've majority of guests I've never actually talked to in a call before. Yeah. So, I always get a little, like, last week, dude, I talked to Gentle Tractor, who's this Reddit guy. I, I don't think anybody had, like, ever heard his voice before. So, I was, oh, no, I was getting it. nervous. Like, dude, am I going <laughs> to, like, I was just like, what if I, what if I can't, like, I don't even know what I stress out about, but I just, I always think like, this might be weird or something. When I have someone on the stream, I, I'm, I wouldn't say notorious. I'm, I'm a noob, but like, I don't socialize with other like creators much at all, especially compared to some, some are like always, you know, yeah. Some just mesh with each other and just have this huge, yeah. Yeah. Um, I, I've kept very independent apart from when I spoke to West Ham regarding the battle royale, uh, that's like the first time I really spoke to West Ham properly and method and that sort of stuff. And then I've started speaking to a few, like there's Reese Stewie. Um, I sort of get on with now. Yeah. But I'm very much, I don't talk to people because one, I just don't like talking to people. <laughs> no, in, in, in the sense of like, I, I, I'm very independent. Um, yeah. But there's another one that I, you don't know what they're like until you talk to them. So I could imagine when you're doing a podcast, you don't know someone could be like a complete dick. And then you're yeah. just sort of stuck here, you know. <laughs> yeah. um, no, I get I get really nervous sometimes, and I don't know what to expect. Yeah, yeah. No, so. I I fully see that. Fully Gen- see that. <laughs> generally, streamers and YouTubers like I like I've heard them so much that I like it's 
I already kind of know what to expect. Like when I was getting you on, I was like, okay, like I've I've watched enough Dino to understand like who he is and stuff. But I appreciate. I just come on. I'm a complete diva. I'm like, yes. <laughs> no. So no, here, it's um. I I actually no 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 no. You go ahead first. No, I was just gonna say it's, it's definitely a tricky one. By no means can I. I can't think of one streamer that's like, oh, I hate him, you know. But I just mean in my mind, it's like, yeah, I'll just do my own thing, you know. Don't take the risk. Um, yeah, I yeah. I I think I'm pretty similar especially when i end stream like when i end stream i kind of just do my own thing yeah and i don't really i don't know if it's a bad thing or not but like i I feel like some streamers are extremely social where like after their stream they're in the discord all night you know yeah with with the boys or something to be fair i i i I think i'm quite good with that respect in terms of like my own community in terms of discord like we do pk trip stuff off stream but like I feel like networking is, is not a bad thing. Uh, it's, it's a bonus. But then you know, like going to other streamers, be like, yo, yo, yo. Like, I can't do that. Um, but I think that's a big advantage, personally. Yeah. No, it's, I'm actually better it's at... It's just me being an idiot. <laughs> I, th- I think I'm better at that. Well, it depends. Like, do you enjoy watching Twitch more than you enjoy streaming? Like, or I guess it wouldn't I, have to matter if you enjoy either more, but... I watch streams a lot. Okay. I just very rarely type. Yeah, um, so you're just lurking. Generally. I'm a big lurker. I'm a big lurker. Yeah, I guess that's kind of the difference. Like, I'm very, I'm always watching Twitch, and so I'll interact all the time if I'm not doing anything in game that's crazy. But yeah, I I think I struggle mainly with just kind of keeping that conversation, like the the community growing off stream. Because I do when I end stream or when I'm just like doing my own thing, I want to do my own thing basically. So yeah, I think I think yeah. every streamer has their own like struggles and stuff. Oh yeah, definitely, definitely. But yeah, I say in terms of what I've got to improve on, it's like talk to actually other creators because uh, I I've had it before where people have been like, they're just like Twitch chat. It's probably them just being gremlins, you know. But they're like, you're very like ignorant, like you arrogant. You don't talk to other streamers, and it's not that at all. It's just that I, you know, I'm I naturally I'm just not like that. Yeah. Um, I think. But, people, yeah, definitely. Yeah. I've got to work on. <laughs> yeah, but I don't. Yeah, no, I I. I agree with uh, with you. Like that's just how your personality is, and uh, yeah, I don't think there's anything necessarily wrong with that. So I don't think that's something you yeah. need to change. But if it's something like you feel like you could do better at, then that's fair. I have no idea how I change the conversations. That by the way, Twi- Twitch chat's probably going to be like, "Who the hell asked?" I know, but <laughs> no, uh, I actually kind of want to talk about it a little bit more. So, how has you're a full time streamer now? And yes like i guess how is your lifestyle with that now because we were kind of just briefly talking about it a little bit like how now you kind of just play the game when you're streaming which is really smart if you're playing all day and then you <laughs> then you go live and play the game some more it's just like Jesus. yeah it, it 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 was tricky um and again i do not want to come across and make it out like oh streamers have it so hard we're doing the hardest job in the world <laughs> like that's not what I'm trying to say, you know, and I'm sure you agree with that. Yeah. Um, we're very lucky to be able to do what we do, uh, be it part-time or full-time. Yeah. Um, the fact that we've got like a good community and uh, stuff, but when basically I, I worked a full-time job and then I streamed two days a week, worked five. Um, so this was my day off. This was what I looked forward to, you know, streaming, streaming. Um, and as I was progressing a bit and by no means am I saying, you know, the whole COVID and everything. By no means am I saying that's a good thing. But I don't think I would be able to do a full, be a full-time streamer without it. Because that 
gave me that leeway from work where I could try it. Yeah. Um, and again, I, by no means am I saying it's a good thing. It's it's awful. I know. I know, but, but it, it, it no, I, I, I totally agree with you. Like it, it benefited a lot of streamers. I mean, even Bodie yeah. was saying it. He was saying like COVID's like, <laughs> yeah, one it's of the best things for streamers. It, it got me off work basically for a few months um, where I could stream pretty much full time. I loved it. And then I went back and I was like, I do not want to be here. It was just some retail job. Like by no means did I give up an amazing job, yeah. which again made the decision even easier. Um, and I was literally, when I went back to work, I was just devastated seeing like numbers drop because I was doing something I hated. Yeah. And that sort of pushed me even more. And then I dropped a day. So I went four days at work, three days streaming. Um, I then went three days at work, four days streaming. And then COVID hit again, another lockdown. And then I went full time and then I quit my job. And I was like, right, we're just doing this. We're sending it. Because I, I got to a point where I was earning more money from streaming than my work. And I yeah. hated my job. <laughs> yeah. So it's kind of a... It was no kind of an easy decision, yeah, just... you know. It's like I'm doing something I hate and earning less money. <laughs> yeah. No, I remember. Uh, so that definitely made the decision easier. <laughs> I remember like starting out streaming, and uh, I remember like I would call my parents, like I'd call my dad when I was first starting. I was making like fucking nothing because I was averaging like five viewers or something. But um, yeah, that's how everyone starts. That's all yeah. most people. And so he was telling me, he's like, "Why don't you go get a part time job?" Keep in mind, I moved to Alabama with my brother alabama's minimum wage is 725 and it's like big risk <laughs> it's like dude like he was like why don't you pick up a part-time job i'm like bro like i would be <laughs> it would not be worth the absolute misery of working somewhere for seven bucks an hour just yeah. making like barely enough to even fucking drive there and eat your lunch there and then come home and pay all pay all the tax yeah. you need to like oh my god the thing is that helps though it kind of it's a really hard decision to make and a lot of people don't and I'm very bad with it, but you have to kind of go all in. Like I'm assuming that's what you done. You moved, you yeah. went all in, you you were forced to make it work, you know? Yeah, it's either um, like you go all in or you just eventually have to stop like cuz you're just going to go homeless. Yeah. So. If you always have like a safety net, it sometimes and I I'm <laughs> I'm cringing at myself here. I'm not trying to give a motivational speech like I play a paint game, but if you have like a safety net it doesn't make you go as hard for something. I th um, think you're totally right with that. Yeah. I it's... think I think it's, like, responsible. So there's, like, a difference between, like, being responsible and then, like, really going for something you're passionate about. Like, I totally understand. You shouldn't be quitting your job when you're – when you reach 100 followers on Twitch. Like, you should – you know? Yeah. If you, if you yeah. got something good going. But, like, at the, at the same time, if you're a young bachelor that's just fucking – doing something like might as well just try to go all in for it and see what just, what, what comes yeah go for it go, what i was going to do is i was going to go for it for six months like quit my job go for it for six months see what happened if it doesn't we then do something um but i say it just happened covid came and it gave me the free yeah. ability to do it without taking a risk which is perfect um but yeah it's, it's tricky because i always want to encourage people to stream but i, I, know, I forget it's... sometimes how lucky i yes. am to be in the situation i am um, a lot of people want to stream and some people have family and it's like they can't risk yeah. quitting jobs and you know yeah i say everything i say with the attitude that you with the mindset that you're a single individual without yeah. taking care of kids or a spouse or anything like you're just doing it's yeah definitely not impossible but it's harder um, oh yeah there's gotta be then. like you've got to be more responsible for me dude if i didn't make enough money 
I could just fucking go pick up a, I was like, I'm not like a drug addict. I could just like go get some money somehow. It's like, I'm not like hurting anybody in the process. I'm only hurting myself. Like, yeah, I'm not taking well, so I, I live off like pot noodles. So like, I, my <laughs> yeah, that was me. Is not, <laughs> I'm totally, I, I don't have to like buy for other people. And yeah, yeah. no. And I, and I was working beforehand. So I had some savings saved up, but like, yeah, I knew nothing bad's gonna like nothing inherently bad's gonna come in fact this is probably like the biggest learning experience of my life trying to do something that i want to do and seeing yeah what, you gotta take the risk yeah. and uh, it's paying off yeah no it's been like literally the best it's almost been three years now and it's just been a fucking journey the whole time i've i would never change it for anything like it's just it's, you before when we spoke before uh we started today you said you've been doing the podcast for like a for a year, b- a year yeah Yep. You've had some pretty damn big guests on. Uh, even people like J-Mods, for example. Um, yeah. Like the, you had Mod Sween on, didn't you? And yeah. things like that. Like It's pretty impressive within a year. It's crazy because of how easy it is. Like, I know I shouldn't say that. I should say, yeah, it's, it's very prestigious to get these people on. But <laughs> listen, like, I got Foe on, and I didn't even ask him. Somebody on Twitter asked for me, and I didn't even ask him to ask him. He just... Well, I think... Yeah. It's because, and again, I don't want to be, become across as like a, a simp here, but yeah. it's people who are like interested in what you're saying. Um, and at the end of the day, everyone is just a person. Like, yeah. so they, they, they want to do it, you know? Um, it's not so much like them doing you a favor, it's that they want to do it. And then... Yeah, I th- I think sometimes we put too much of a pedestal. Like we we put a pedestal like on, on individuals. Like I see foe is just... I even see the same thing with like Bodie or you know yeah, even Torvesta, like, like asking like Torvesta or someone to be honest, like, bro, you're out of my league. But like, <laughs> I swear to God, dude, like the majority of people that I ask, as long as it's something they're comfortable with, because I have asked guests and they just don't want to be in a podcast long form situation, which is totally yeah. fair because I don't well, think that, that, I'd want it either. That that was uh, me. <laughs> yeah, I, and I, I, was, I, I was. I hate the thought of it, but obviously with this as Wildy, I kind of confident what I'm talking about. Yeah, um, and I felt like it was a good, you know. And it's just like you know, it's just a conversation, and when you get into it, it's like fine. The majority of my yeah. guests have all been like nervous to come on and don't really know how it's going to go, and every single one of them's like that was totally fine. Yeah. So. All right. Um. We've pretty much covered, like, everything. Is there any, like, certain big topic that we missed that you'd kind of like to cover? Uh, not that I can think of. Because We're going to regret saying that. I'm pretty yeah. watching no, back I mean, and be like, oh, I didn't talk about this. There's always a million things we could talk about, and there's always more time, like, you know, next year, two years down the road, it might get you on again, and we could just see how PvP is going, but... I think for the no most... updates still, it's still the exact same. <laughs> yeah, it's literally, it's worse now. Hopefully, <laughs> hopefully it'll improve. I think uh, there's potential. I try to look at the. I don't know. I try to be optimistic about things. So yeah, I think I think there's some good stuff uh, next year for PvP. I'm excited. Hopefully. So hopefully, hopefully. let let's kind of uh, wrap things up. But before we wrap it up, I need to ask you for three shoutouts. So uh, I like to ask. Generally, I like to ask my guests for three shout-outs. It could be from anybody in the community that you feel like deserves it. It doesn't have to be top three, just any three. Oh, no. You put me on the spot. I'm scared. 
Um, or people I'm shouting out who like I think is doing really well, yeah. Just yeah, anybody. It could be like maybe a viewer of yours or a streamer or a player. Just anybody. A Jamal. I don't even know. Just anybody in the community. Um, I would definitely say West Ham because he is like the first quote i'm cringing as i'm saying it like streamer friend that i saw had and he sort of helped me a lot um but like i said we was in method together we had all that yeah. um proper nice guy and he's killing it on youtube at the moment he hasn't been streaming too much of late because well pvp is dead um but he's been doing some youtube bits and he's been killing it over there um shout out west Ham. i, I fucking love that guy he's a lovely human being yeah he's, he's a, a dick sometimes but he's <laughs> Yeah, no, he's um, oh, good, good guy. Anyway, keep yeah, going. no, for real, for real, for real, for real. Um, and I'd say the battery hour, I would say, is the main thing because that's the first time I've ever worked with someone. Um, and I realized he was just as much of an idiot as I am, so <laughs> it worked well. Um, then I would have to say Nilky, not so much. Do, do you know who Nilky is? Uh, I don't want to say no, but like, remind, just give me a refresh. No, 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 that's that's it's fine. Uh, she's not, she's uh, like, does loads of emotes basically uh she's done oh, i think wait. Only, uh, one is she, uh, she wait is this something i saw on twitter recently like is this the person that made the golden gnome like fucking yeah she thing? yeah she's up for she's up for a gnome best new artist what, what, um, yeah but but was she the one that made like the gnome jump out of zora and started like fucking yes she does screen? everything like that okay that was crazy that was um, awesome okay yeah, I'm, I'm not gonna try and pretend like we, we i don't speak to her loads we're not like best friends she's yeah. been in my chat a little bit of late um she's made one emote for me before um but she's done so much for like i think west ham bell uh, this is kind of loads of shout out so yeah but like uh, west ham bellis reese uh i think skidler skill specs um she just makes all their emotes for free because she enjoys it wow um she does so much for like just every streamer i've spoke to um and i messaged her literally the other day because i've i've never wanted to reach out to because i feel like she's too busy um, but straight away she was like oh yeah i can do that happily and honestly just an absolute hero um, wow she would just do anything for you just because she can and she doesn't charge and yeah it's it's insane that's um, crazy that's awesome and other than that i guess i'll just say my mods because if i don't shout them out they'll like ban me from my own <laughs> chat so but no i am very thankful for my whole community genuinely yeah. um we have a very unique thing. because I think it's because we started from multi-PK and we were sort of like a team at first, sort of built up from viewers. Um, a lot of people don't even play the game at the moment. They're taking breaks from it, waiting for League and stuff. Yeah. Um, and they, they're still in stream most days, like helping out, uh, flaming me. By no means are we nice to each other, but they, you know, it's, it's just like having like a friend, you know, like mods, uh, VIPs, and just anyone in the community. Right now I'm looking at my Discord and there's a PK trip going on. You know, it's... It's so nice to see. That's awesome. Um, it's nice that I don't have to be there to start stuff, which I'm very, very thankful uh, for. They've got they sort of it's sort of branched to the point now where everyone sort of is getting on with each other without needing me, which is good. Yeah. Um, but yeah. Well, uh, Dino, it's it's really been a pleasure talking to you today. Like this went fucking well. I just I've enjoyed this the whole almost three hours at this point. So. Uh, but it went a lot smoother than I thought. I thought I was going to come on, say something about the wildy, you tear it down, and I'm like, oh yeah, I have nothing else. <laughs> no, I realistically, like, just basic overview, I really do care about the game, and I want the game to thrive in all aspects. Yeah. And so I really try to look at what's going to help the game, 
And I know that's very generalized and it's very compromising and stuff, but like I really try to see what like long-term health of the game is. And so, yeah, it's just like I said earlier, everyone has their different opinions and no one is wrong. It's just trying to work out what is the best way to go. Yep. Um, and which is not easy. (laughs) It it really isn't. Then it'll just continue like this way. Like it's, there's never going to be the perfect solution. I think we're always going to be working towards something. So, yeah, I enjoyed the conversation. We, I think we got a lot out of it. I did at least. So, um, hopefully, yeah, no, for real. Yeah, thank you for inviting me on. It, yeah, it's been tons of fun. So, uh, I will have your Twitch, your YouTube, Twitter. Is there any other links you'd like provided in the description? That's that's more than enough. I I appreciate it. All right. <laughs> um, okay. yeah, if people want to see me die live and get destroyed by PVMers, you know. Yeah, here, let me ask, when do you stream normally? I guess we can convert it to, like, fucking... Yeah, I stream a bit of a weird time zone. I stream um, early GMT. So I stream, like, GMT from about... I say 10, but I'm always late, and my chat always... Like, I I, I open my stream, and my chat's angry at me before I've started streaming because I'm late. (laughs) Um, So say about half 10 till about, like, 4, every day but Thursday. Awesome. Go check him out, yeah. guys. Great streamer. Seriously, just absolutely killing it on every level. So it was seriously, it's an honor for me to have have gotten you on. It's just, it's just really cool. It's a it's a nice variety as well to, to get another PKer on. So That's real. Honor, honor to be here, and I appreciate it a lot. You're smashing the podcast. Thank and, you very uh, much. Yeah. Okay. Next week, guys, Puggin will be on the cast. We're recording on Monday, premiering it on Tuesday. So... There will be a tweet out soon getting topics for that. But look forward to that. Uh, there, I'm not going to announce the next guests, but there are a few in the works. So look forward to it. But thank you guys for listening, and we will catch you on the next one. Peace. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365 day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. 
That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.